I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Factory. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. A uh, bit of a sleeper week this week, but we do have some things to talk about, some changes that have finally come through, plus Succession and Awakening for Nova gonna hit this Wednesday, so pretty hype about that. But first we gotta thank our lovely patrons, Badriana, Britton Clark, Infrax, Hawaiian, Auscultation, I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Callahad, Lord Carrot, Mayo Knight, Minari, Oponism, Slytech, and Talus X Septum. Thank you guys and everybody else who supports us on Patreon. You guys are the fucking best. All right, so first thing we got to talk about is the trailer for the Awakening and Succession uh, Nova. It's uh, The trailer's out. It doesn't really show that much, but there are some things that we can see from it. Uh, right. Frost, you're pretty excited for it. Why don't you kind of kind of lead us into this i think that's the second topic i think the first topic is no matter what's happening in bdo it's always a sleeper week for reslar <laughs> uh, is this not a bit of a sleeper week they basically just did a well, couple changes that I guess, like we knew were coming i guess it depends on how the, excited you are for nova because this is the first time we got to see nova awakening right yeah, yeah. i mean they kind of answered a lot of questions about nova. did i not say I, except for like nova awakening slash succession well if you like, have to say if you have to say except then it's not a sleeper week um oh those God. are the he rules he also, he also did are, say they didn't really show a, much you, on the trailer but i think they did are you an art film critic why are you nitpicking my intro right now <laughs> art do not ever call the Value Pack podcast an art film. <laughs> <laughs> ever let that be the last time you call it that. All right, hold on. I does someone have the? Uh, I need the the forum post that shows the skills as well, so I can have that as reference. I actually can't because BDO's website for some reason under news and information that's not placed, even though that would be a uh, you know newsworthy and information. It's fine. <laughs> Is what it Does is. anybody happen to have it? In yeah, chat? like the forum link that has chats? like the the skill icons and stuff. But uh, in the meantime, let me just pull up the uh, the trailer. Uh, dude, I'm excited for this <laughs> class, dude. It looks. I I don't mean to uh, go full frosty like I did with Hashishin, but it kind of looks really good, dude, to me. I um, mean, it definitely. It seems like they more or less fixed the mobility issue, at least from the close quarter combat point of view. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty hype. So in in the trailer, it's like succession and awakening, right? And the the dragon in their little teaser thing. Oh, you got the the link or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it was under uh, it was under news. Oh, I like that. I get to that you don't send. A, I got to copy paste it. Was it under news? Okay, hold on. It was under news. Yeah. It's an announcements. Wait, news. That's so weird. I don't see it there. Or is there a separate news? Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, so it shows the gargoyle thing is succession only. It looks like. Yeah. A hundred percent. In fact, awakening doesn't really look like it. 
does anything with the pets at all. Maybe it does. Maybe they persist when you swap to awakening. I don't know, but I kind of am getting the vibe that the pets disappear when you're in awakening. Um, and then succession is like all about the gargoyle and the pawns and all, all that stuff. And then the awakening, the theme is like, I don't know what, were you guys surprised by the, the color scheme and the theme of this? When you well, first you mean saw DK? I suppose if that's how you feel it is. <laughs> It seemed fine, honestly, to me, but um, I guess I didn't really look too much into that, but I mean, I we got the answer on if that's an actual pet or not. It's basically just a summon that happens during a skill, basically, to improve upon the skill for, like, succession. But the definitely wasn't anticipating the, the rapier. Like, we kind of, like, talked about that briefly, but for the awakening kit but uh well i yeah. think the biggest the biggest throw like the biggest thing that threw us off was the fact that in awakening her shield no longer exists right at all well i guess technically yeah. it exists but it's it's her gauntlet now the shield turns into the gauntlet around her arm or whatever but like we uh, every guest that we had pretty much was like still thinking that the shield was going to be there so I was thinking it would switch to like a two-hander but I didn't think the shield would be there either, but I didn't think it was going to just turn into a gauntlet. Well, it, it's also kind of crazy to me that the whole gauntlet sword tie thing was 100% spot on and not your Alex Jones theory did not hold. No, it did not. You're talking about whenever I said I thought they were throwing us off. Yeah, they're, they're, they know we're going to dig up the, the information and they're just going to put some random ass bullshit in there. And turns out yeah. uh, it's actually a gauntlet sword scythe so in the trailer it shows her like you see her like spawn the sword or whatever at the start of it and then her abilities to me i i know everyone sees dk and there's a couple skills that do look dk to me but i feel like it's mostly because of the color scheme to yeah me, the purple to me the way she moves and the way like she pokes and does a lot of hits reminds me kind of a lot of of succession mystic with like soul basher and thunder pound and even mm -hmm. even her dashes, like I was I was watching it, rewatching the dashes in slow motion, like it legit looks exactly like Flash to me. Like the way she yeah. does like two dashes back to back, like looks exactly like Flash. So, a lot of the uh a lot of the poking skills look very reminiscent of uh Mayo Spear abilities. Like Tenacious Edge, Cloud Stab kind of thing. Yeah. So for the radio listeners at home, if you go, if you open up the trailer, go to about 23 seconds and slow it down. When she dashes to the, the second pack of Bassy mobs, she literally does like two dashes with the same like ice skating kind of look that Striker Mystic do when they use Flash. Like it looks identical to me anyway. It even leaves the same like little streaks on the ground. Um, How many iframes are we guessing? Like in total on the kit? Yeah. If I had to guess, I'd probably say two. Probably a side dash and a forward one. I don't know how spammable they'll be, but probably two different skills or iframe. I think two or three. I think they'll just randomly have a third one that but they'll be like medium cooldown. I'll go I'll go low then and say one. Because their pre waking kit doesn't have any, right? No, right Correct. now there's zero in pre awakening. Yeah, I feel like they'll end up with two or three. Um, but either way, I, I kind of feel based on the Awakening kit, it's going to have a very 
cone-based attack range minus some of their big AOEs. From yeah, the looks of it. it doesn't look so. It's going to be that's like unless they do, unless they do a lot of damage and they're protected, that's kind of not good for the meta if you really think about it. Because this meta is really built around large AOEs and whatnot. Like cone-based attacks really aren't ideal. Um, at least in you know small scale, large scale, one v one, it'll probably be fine. But yeah, so I don't know the and then the so she starts out with the sword. She's fighting. She's dashing, and then about halfway through the trailer, you see her do an animation and pull a scythe out. Um, and then do like a large attack in front of her that yeah. looks like a vacuum, where the scythe like looks like it's spinning and hitting the targets in front of her multiple yeah, times. Yeah, kind of. Kind of looks like a PvE vacuum. Yeah. And then it immediately switches back to a sword. And then she side dashes after hitting with the sword a couple times. And you see the scythe come back out. That looks like, visually looks like a C-swap. But I don't know, like if, I don't know if the scythe ever is out in a resting state or only during skills is what I'm kind of curious about. Yeah, that's kind of up in the air there. I think it's like, uh, comes out only during certain skills. Or it could be a stance swap type thing. Yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, it seemed to only come out for like maybe two abilities from what it looked like, at least what they demoed. So it's very unlikely there's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. Um, what about uh, you guys feeling on? Or does it look do, what, like just based on this trailer, what is the role of this class? Like what? what is this a flex class? Um, what is this? That's where it's kind of confusing because, like, the pre awakening is like super tank heavy, right? And then you have this awakening kit that seems not that. <laughs> so, uh, I, I honestly, it, I couldn't tell you where I would place this. It really depends on the, what kind of protections it has and the damage output of the uh, the rapier skills and the scythe skills because. I mean, it, it could be bad for large scale, <laughs> and then you would only want to ever do succession for large scale. But it it could be like also really good. It just really depends on the succession, the the uh, the damage output of the uh, awakening kit. Um, right now, I don't know if I'd call it a flex class. Like based on the awakening's movement and the pre awakens movement, it doesn't seem like there's a shitload of movement. So it might be a little slow for a flex class even still. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that Awakening Kit looks like it's a frontliner. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm need to see more. I need to see more. Trying to think of... I mean, I guess it, whatever you would call Succession DK, it kind of seems like it's a similar role to whatever that is. Isn't Succession DK just basically more of a flexor, though? Yeah, I guess, but they it's generally... But they're generally not like... I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, what are they? They're like a flanker, I guess. Skirmisher, flanker. But yeah. they're generally not in like... Like, it's not like you send your suck DK to go tear down a flame tower. No. You know what no, I mean? No, not at all. Whereas like Musa, Mewa. Well, they're, they're, they just outskirt, kill like one or two with, uh, you know, their, their SA damage abilities and that's it. And they back off. They do their, they do their, their damage and leave. So they're more like a flex flanker. Yeah, I'm curious how much actual movement it has when you, they're not zoomed in with 100% camera shake. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
That's why I wish... I mean, it's kind of good that they don't do this, but at the same time, I kind of wish that they actually had some, like, clips of PvP. But I know they would probably be awful unless they had actual players do it, which they wouldn't want to do that to release too much info ahead of time to the public, but... Well, you know what I, you know what else I always think about whenever I watch these trailers, Nashi, is how you pointed out that the Awakened trailer on Mewa is using auto attacks. Like we have no idea how many skills they actually showed us, and there's definitely a chance they just showed some auto attacking <laughs> in there. Yeah, uh, that's exactly my problem too. It's like the, there's not much that we can really decipher from, like, what all the abilities do because you're fighting mobs. And there's a based on prior history, they tend to throw in a lot of auto attacks into their their uh, trailers, especially when they redid some um, trailers for like uh, releasing them for console, for example, or whatever. Um, they would hype up uh, like an existing class and PC for console. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to say. Like it could be. Um. Rez, what's the role of the Nova based on what you saw? The awake, awakening flex. specifically. Probably flex. I mean, I. It's probably going to be another like, kind of like subpar flex or whatever you want to call it. Like not one of your like main flex classes. Like you wouldn't want multiple. If you're like a siege guild, you'd probably only want to have like one max. You know. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, it's probably going to be some sort of flex. I doubt this is going to be a like a main ball class. If it is a main ball class, then it's going to be like a uh, like a fucking what what would you call them? Like a skirmisher type main ball class where they're like kind of hanging out on the edges, trying to like pick people off that like stray too far from the group, sort of thing. There'll be a suck zerker without the two hundred percent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't really see it being that good. Of like, it's gonna be one of those kind of like undefined classes. Like you guys were kind of saying about suck DK, where it's kind of like, well, where the fuck does suck DK even really fit? Because like, yeah, it can kind of do flex, and it can also like kind of do main ball if you play it right. But it doesn't really like perfectly fit into either of those roles, honestly. Which is what a lot of classes kind of have issues with. Those kind of like almost flex classes. Yeah, so it's like, I think it's gonna be it's like, gonna be kind of like those. The I feel like with their defensive capabilities, they might be able to just like obviously sit in their block, avoid being um, you know killed via AOEs and whatnot, and then they just swap in, go in, do a couple burst skills, and back off. Kind of like almost like a Valkyrie, like suck Val kind of thing, but not as good. I guess is what I'm getting at. Do you guys think? I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna. I was just gonna say. So I think that I'm putting on my. I'm I'm metamorphing into uh, Alex Jones right now, putting okay. on my tinfoil hat. You know, he's very uh, inaccurate on our show so far. <laughs> so so far, he's been fairly. <laughs> yeah. Do, does nobody else find it weird that like the awakening and the pre awakening like directly contradict each other in like their playstyles? Yeah, it is very very weird. I think, like, I said this on stream earlier, I would not be surprised if they did something weird with this class where when you go Awakening, you actually just lose pre-Awakening entirely. Yeah, that's one of the theories, is that potentially you C-swap to the Scythe. 
But I'm not sold. I can see on, that. I'm not sold on that idea huh. just because that's interesting. It looks on based on some of these skill descriptions that some are just some skills just use the scythe. Like you see it in the picture and everything. So, but maybe it's like a. Um... That's oh, an what it, that's a very something... interesting take on that. Actually, I didn't think about that. So the way they describe it, it says, Awaken, Awaken Nova switches gears to Sting, the thorn of Kuderon that wraps around her arm and becomes her weapon. Sting's standard form is like a rapier, um, so many of her Awaken skills revolve around royal fencing. Additionally, Sting can transform into a formidable scythe, which enables her to hit a large area. And it looks like the slower, like, big AoE skills are with the scythe, and then the fast, pokey skills that are, like, conal single target are with the rapier. But I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine. You're right. It's like such a drastic difference between awakening and pre-awakening that I can't imagine like how it being fluid to swap to that slow ass turtle pre-awakening. Yeah. You know, but, exactly. But here, hey, go I ahead. Think something that one of uh, something that someone in chat pointed out, they, they pointed out that the on guard thing, mm -hmm. awakening novice major trait is on guard, the incredible boost of speed it gives her. She's able to stack star's breath. Every skill she uses, this resource can be enabled can be used to enable on guard to give her explosive speed like theoretically if that can only be used in awakening wouldn't that kind of like if you went to pre-awakening you'd probably like lose that so i don't know even, well, even if you can go back to pre-awakening maybe that's they're using that to kind of like dissuade you from wanting to swap back and forth maybe or or making it feel like it actually makes sense because imagine this like imagine when you're in this on guard like let's just say it's gives you 30 percent cast speed or whatever then if you go into your pre-awakening, that slow clunky pre-awakening ice is not going to feel that slow with a 30% attack speed buff. Like it's actually going to feel kind of decent. So maybe it'll feel less shitty if you only swap while you're in on guard. But maybe. Isn't it? I just feel like. I don't know. It's a strange is, thing. It's isn't like, it, it's, isn't it kind of weird that like, I feel like usually in Awakening trailers you can still see some of the abilities from like the pre-awakening, even if it's only just the dash, it's still like the same, but this is like completely different. Right, like, like obviously nothing. they're still dashing around, but it's it's not the same. It's yeah. a way bigger distance, it's way faster. And it's like, yeah, that could just be because it's not having the big shield anymore, but like I don't know. Someone says maybe the class is just scuffed and we're giving PA too much credit. LOL. True, dude. It's possible. It definitely does not. It definitely does not look like it uses a single anything pre-awaken whatsoever. Um, well, they just do that because it's a highlight video, you know. It's trying to hype up the awakening. No, I know, but but even like Rezler's saying, like it's not using the pre-awaken scoot or running or anything. It's like I don't know. Normally, there's like a hint of pre-awakening in the in the awakening i don't know the when they did the mayo awakening trailer all they did was just awakening stuff yeah but you still got to see chase you know yeah but it's different color and everything because it's using the the version of chase that's from awakening there is two I different just, chases i gotta point out the hash awakening trailer it looks so much cooler than this one you're crazy like, i hate to be that guy you think but... so yeah. The, the only thing yeah. that bums me out about this one is that I don't love the color scheme. Like I feel like they have they will not for whatever reason do a deep like blue for skills. Like if you go to if you go into the pearl shop, 
go to apparel, switch to ranger real quick, and then look at the Sylvia outfit. Like, why can't we get skills with that kind of blue hue in them? Like, it's just completely not in our game. Blue would look so sick with this character, especially since the pre-awakening is ice. Which one is it? Go to Sylvia, the ranger Sylvia outfit. It's about halfway down. It's a premium one. Or, well, it, it's on the first screen there. It's the very bottom if you switch to ranger. Like, that blue that's on her outfit would be so nice in Nova's skills instead of pink and, like, white. Because the other yeah, thing, too, I is mean... they, they kind of keep the ice theme a little bit, even though it's kind of hard to see. Like, in all of her dashes, you see, like, snow slash whatever being kicked up. And then in a lot of her skills, you actually see snowflakes on the ground, either underneath the mobs or underneath her, depending on what she's doing. Like yeah. when she does that spin that. slash skill, there's literally like an icicle underneath her. Or not icicle, but like frost on the ground. Yeah, the 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 snowflake. Yeah. Like, I think they I think, you know, she just the, the Disney make an area snowflake. like really slick with sleet and then you have a chance to trip, you know? Like <laughs> But it's just yeah, like more really RNG Niash. That's what we need. I don't know, I'm just like, but I, I think the Awakening looks really cool. What, what do you guys make of the succession, though, with the, the demon? I'm pretty hyped. I'm, I'm honestly a bit more hyped for succession than I am Awakening. It, it kind of seems like succession will end up being the way to go, honestly, because, I mean, we obviously don't know shit right now, but based on large scale and what typically is needed, either really high defensive capability with AoEs and stuff like that, or really high single target bursts to be able to be a flex class that's worth a damn but even then flex classes are not really they're frowned on in siege so um it's just succession just looks like it's more fitting for large scale um so it, it's really hard to say um yeah maybe awakening will be the pve kit <laughs> I mean, Awakening is probably going to end up being better in 1v1s. Yeah. I mean, there's um, no way to know for sure until we like get it and people learn it, but it would not surprise me in the least if Succession was the large-scale spec and then Awakening was the 1v1 yeah. spec. I mean, maybe Succession just like gets like maybe one iframe see, or no iframes, and then it's just like it just has such huge defensive and AoE capabilities that. That's its defense. You don't really get high frames. The point Wait, someone, someone's pointing out the splashing is just because she's at Bassies. But the icicles are there. So yeah, and her dashing, it's no... Like, it looked like that she leaves like ice on the ground, but it looks like it's just the water. She's grinding at Bassies for some reason. What? What, what do you want to point she, out? Or she has a Blood Wolf too. Okay, so go, go to 40... Go to 40... Go to 40... 42. Go to like 42. So you can see. So 42, this is when they do the skill that everyone likes to compare to DK. Mm -hmm. Right? But after this skill, like slow it down. What is this? So he turns the camera to the left and you can see like an orb coming from the pack that he just killed behind him to the left. What the fuck is that about? Oh, you're right. I noticed that the other day on stream, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Ooh, I never noticed that. That actually is crazy. It's like way after two. Yeah, like, so, so she it's uses not this. Coming... Oh, yeah, it's maybe not that's coming the star from stats? The pack. 
Maybe that's no, the star that's the energy thing. or whatever. That's the thing is that that's it's not coming from the pack that she just hit with that ability. It's coming from the pack that is dead behind her. Yeah, but I, I'm guessing that it probably just comes like after. Like it's like a delayed animation just so it looks cool. Because yeah, that's what it looks like. It, it kind of because it's like a star color. I, I didn't even notice that. Holy shit, that actually looks really cool. Yeah, so you see her use the vacuum skill here. The mobs die there. They're all dead now. But the animation isn't necessarily resolved. It looks like there's still something going on. She dashes over, starts using the next skill, and then you see come from the left, the star like flies right back into her glove. Right? Boom. Like right into the, the front of her. That's kind of cool. Yeah, maybe... Well, her her pre-awakening the shield and whatnot, um, the, uh, the demon or whatever, he's like the... Uh... Isn't he the king of the dead or something? What was it? In yeah, the he's, the, no, he's the skeleton king from Diablo 3. What? <laughs> yeah, um, Axian, the king of the dead. The last king of the ancient kingdom bears the bloodstained crown even after death. He, he waits for the queen of thorns to deliver his salvation. So maybe maybe she's like collecting souls or some shit from that. But she her awakening is not really related to Axian because he's not in her awakening. He's only in her succession. But I thought it changes the sting. Okay, hold on. Hold hold the phone. Yeah. Go to 39 and click like pause play pause play until you get on the first frame of the awakening. The little star animation is actually on the mobs. I'm just now noticing. It looks like All right, let's see. Like right if you get the frame before she starts the ability or is it on her? No, it's on her, I think. Yeah, it looks like it's starting above her. So maybe it's. What the f does this mean? I have so many questions. Is this related? Because this is a scythe skill. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, this that is one's a the scythe skill. That's the first. I wonder if that has to do with like if that's like a cooldown on scythe skills or something. I don't know. I have which, so many uh, questions. Which sec? Which second did you say? If you go to like forty, and then right in the first frame where the it swaps from succession to awakening. Like if you just put it on 0.25 and then possibly, possibly, possibly until you get to the first frame, yeah. you can actually see the like little star animation above her head. And then as soon as she uses the ability, it disappears. Yeah, I, I think it just has, has to do. Type. I honestly think it just has to do with their the star's breath, whatever stacking shit that they talk about. Because what is it? Um, she's able to stack star's breath with every skill she uses. The resource can be used to enable on guard. So. I'm just curious what, I don't know. Are you guys disappointed or do you think it's necessary that the pet's not actually like a pet? I mean, may maybe there's an element or a place where you can actually have the pet out, but it looks like from this trailer that it only comes out with animation similar to Mystic's Dragon. I I prefer it be animation only. Pets are a blight on this game and every pet needs to be removed. That's toxic. Um, there's one specific ability here. You know, you, you've been grinding on her, right, Rez? Yep. Okay, so you know her, her shift Q? Let me find when she does it. Yep, the Ronaros ability, where yeah, the, the demon flies ability. overhead. Yeah, notice how, like, absolutely far it goes before it disappears. Like, look where the Ronaros stop for context of, like, how far that goes, and then look how much further he goes. I'm really curious if he does damage all the way over there. 
Because that would be like a legitimate like long range damage ability if he actually does damage that entire path. See how far he goes before he disappears? Yeah, he goes he goes like double the distance. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, insane. He, he also starts kind of ahead of them though, but yeah. Because the Ronaros disappear right there. He just disappeared and the demon guy is way back there. It's like double the distance. Yeah. Dude, it looks really cool. I, I, dude, I just can't, dude, her skills are going to hit so hard with that thing. The horns on it look cool. We're all in agreement now that it's not Calc, right? Yes. Okay. Well, no, now that it's confirmed to be the Demon King or whatever. Skeleton King from Diablo. Dude, so... I mean, they very obviously took inspiration from Calc, though. I wonder how many of these... I wonder how many of her abilities actually spawn him. Because on Mystic, I feel like one of the disappointing things is that you really only see it in her ult, Dragon's Pit, Rising Dragon, Wave Orb, and Sea Burial. And then I guess her 200% as well. But it would be really cool if this pops out for more than just three or four abilities and you kind of see it a lot. It probably pops out in all the command abilities. Um, the other thing too is like, all right, so in the, if you look at the beginning, maybe we're overanalyzing this, but it's like kind of exciting. Dude, in the beginning of this trailer, you see her spawn the demon without a normal ability. Like it's just spawned in front of her. I wonder if that's going to actually be possible. Like you see the two, like the two things like go together, the two like black pawns like go together and the, the demon thing just spawns up and it's just standing there. While she's blocking. I wonder if that's going to be like actually possible in game or if that was just for cinematic reason. Because like imagine if you're blocking and you literally have this thing in front of you just deflecting damage like a tamer pet would be kind of insane. Yeah, except for it's like twice as big. It's huge, dude. It's so big. Um, Alright, so let's talk about this because I, I want to I mention... But then, uh, hold on. Yeah, I do. I do want to point out though the thing with the the guy coming is that it takes her health, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ax Axion can be summoned by sacrificing Nova's Thornwood guards and portions of her own HP. When commanded, Axion will accompany Nova in a joint attack, just as the Thornwood guards did. But then, see the interesting thing about it, because that just sounds like it's just a part of skills, right? Which is makes sense. But then it also says. Axiom will recover Nova's HP and SP whenever she uses a skill, and it'll also dive into a state of frenzy if it feels Nova is in danger. So what does that mean? So, Berserker. It's a Berserker. That's what it means. It's going to do more damage the lower HP she's at. But is it going to, like, without you even using abilities, come and start doing damage? Or is it, like, only during abilities? Not sure. And is it going to CC people while I'm on the ground? Hopefully it does. I do got to point out, though, underneath Succession, it says her growth and strength can be especially seen in enhanced movement skills. They're well, like, guys, quit talking about how she can't move. It's coming. Calm down. <laughs> Dude, I thought about that, too. It, I thought that was interesting that it says that because it doesn't really show any new movement in that trailer. For succession. Yeah, well, it says enhanced movement skills. So it's probably the same movement skills. It's just, like, different in some way. Maybe lower cooldown, maybe moves faster, whatever. 
Yeah. I'm sad that they don't show us what two awakening skills that she gets in succession. I want to know which of those awakening skills that uh, she's going to get in succession. Well, wait, before I, before I have to use the restroom, I think that the um, it I feel like they're not even following that theme anymore because if you look at Hash, like only one of those is actually an awakening skill, and the other one's just an entirely new skill. Finding spirals is, is not true. an awakening ability. It's just it's oh, they're gonna. I, I hate when they do that. They just like decide to jump ship on the idea and just do something completely different for newer classes. It's fucking annoying. All right. So, I really think I think she's gonna be like that. That tells me that she's gonna be a berserker type class. Like not you like berserker, so? like the berserker in our game. Like the maybe like a defensive defensive one. Like the traditional idea of a berserker, where you your abilities cost uh, your own HP pool, like as like cost, and then the lower HP you get, the more damage you typically do. Because it, I mean, it it literally says that it actually can be summoned by sacrificing the Novus Thornwood guards and a portion of her own HP, and then it also says Axion will recover Nova's HP and SP whenever she uses a skill. Will also dive into a state of frenzy if it feels that Nova is in danger. So that tells me it's like, okay, you're using your HP to enhance your ability, which will give you some amount of HP back. But if you get to too low of an HP, then you're going to end up doing like more damage is kind of what that tells me. Yeah. I mean, Prime King of the Dead is obviously the new suck skill. Well, yeah. But I guess that could be one of them. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, why is there no fragments on the market? <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see um to see what uh what ends up happening here. So So they give us four prime skills or three prime skills. Four, four. Uh entangling well three of like the pre awakened skills, because King of the Dead is the one to summon Axion. So you right, have right. Icy Thorns, which is I believe Shift F, isn't it? See, that's so weird, though. That so you can just summon it. That's the thing. Unless that means when summon it means it'll be there when you start using your attacks, not just be out. Yeah, I think that's what it means. I think I think it's gonna be a skill enhancement. So it, I think what it is is you're gonna use Prime King of the Dead. It's gonna be on a low cooldown, and then like the next skill you use that can summon Axion will summon Axion. I think that's what that means. I mean, I could be way off, but that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Dude, Frosty, how, yep. how the hell do you get in Sakurai when there's like 4,000 pre-orders on uh, Fragments? Gotta ask for ports. Uh, it's the only who, way. Who has them? Who has them? Mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, shift F. Okay, so yeah. Icy Thorns is... Uh, or Blooming Icy Thorns. This isn't Tangling Icy Thorns. That's the Shift F ability, which is the one that goes like way in front of her. Right. So the Prime version is going to have Axion emerging from the center to attack the tied-down enemies. Ooh, ooh. I think that's and the one we have... see at... Let's see. Where, she, where you see it just pop up and attack in the center. Um, the second ability A after she uses shift Q. Yeah, after she uses shift Q, it looks like maybe that's the shift F ability. I can't. It's hard to tell. Where she like slams the mace on the ground and you see it just pop up right in front of her and spread its wings. 
Am I blind? Where is this? At uh, 50. Where's this Fianchetto ability? Where is this? Am I blind? Yeah, you're blind. It's on there somewhere. That's what I thought too, but now I can't find no, it. No, that's not Shifty. Shift, Shifty uh, amortized the one where she spins the mace above her head right here. This is Shifty. Where the thing shoots out of the ground. Ah, uh, here we she go. She uses a skill shift before shift, Shifty that shows a uh, the thing come out of the ground, see? So it's Shift F. That's going to be an Axion skill. Shift L and B. That's going to be an Axion skill. And then Icy Prison, which I think is down E, isn't it? Yeah. Icy Prison, which is down E. That skill right there is going to be an oh, Axion ability. The slam one is Shift R and B. Okay. Dude, interesting. So they, sh they are mentioning skills here that are not in the trailer, maybe? I don't know. Like, I don't think we saw Shift F then, if that one's Shift R and B. Uh, here, let me take a look, see. Where are you looking at? At, um, uh, like 50 seconds. She started 50 seconds. She uses after the dot, after Shift Q, you see her dash to the next pack of mobs, and then she slams mm -hmm. the ground with her mace one time, and then the. That's Shift R and B, yeah. Yeah. So they don't really show Shift F, I don't think. So Shift R and B also summons uh, Axion, which is interesting. And then they do Shift E after Shift R and B, and I think this summons Axion too, doesn't it? I believe. I don't know. I believe. Someone, hit, the, hit the ground. Someone's the saying ground, I'm feeling e buff. Yes, it does. E buff is King of the Dead, and for 30 seconds it'll summon her skills will summon Axion. If that's true, that's going to be awful. That's gonna like take away the excitement of the class so much if you don't actually get yeah. to see that dragon unless you're e-buffed. Would be really lame. That's that that would very much be another succession zerker, like, oh dude, cool, you can go beast mode, but it's your uh it's your e-buff, so only every three minutes. That would be kinda lame. I hope it's not like that, actually. But I don't think it would be like that because it doesn't say that would be terrible. That would actually be awful, in my opinion. Like, you're saying she wouldn't get a normal e-buff? She'd just get this instead, which doesn't buff her? In fact, it actually debuffs her because it takes away her HP? That's kind of weird. I feel like that's not right. I think she's going to have a normal e-buff that gives her some buffs. Maybe. You and Talos literally said the same thing at the same time. It's kind of funny. Yeah, she does Deleting already have seasonal making a new one just to throw all my gear on it. <laughs> she does already yeah, have an e-buff. No, yeah, actually, wait, she what? does actually. What happened with Hash? Did Hash have a class buff before Awakening and Succession came out? Let's check and see. I actually don't remember. That's a good question. I think it Let's did. Take a look. I don't know if it changed with Succession. Um, I don't, I don't remember. I wish I could remember off the top of my head. But there is a prime version of the e-buff anyway, so it doesn't matter. Even if he did, there's a prime version. No, it didn't. So she'd be the only one. Let me see what it looks like on her skill tree. Is it in that same little section at the bottom? I don't know. It might be a totally different e-buff. 
Yeah, doesn't look like Hash had one. Oh, um... Yeah, Cordum's Guard. It's literally in the same spot that Succession E-Buff would be. So I, I think Cordum's Guard is still just going to be the E-Buff, honestly. It's literally in that same section above passives where the three prime skills go. So... Yeah, I don't think Axiom is E-Buff. That, that would suck if it was, though, honestly. That would be... That would be kind of lame. Um, Alright, so which one are you guys more hyped for? Suck or Awakening? After seeing the trailer. Nayashi's like neither. Awakening, <laughs> I'm more hyped for in terms of staying able to play out. Oh, I think Succession's yeah. gonna be better. Are you gonna play either of them? Unseason. Are you afraid to fight them because... Oh, that's the other question. Do you guys... Uh, I want to talk about the grab and block. So, do you think in Awakening it's going to just utilize the pre-awaken grab? Will you be able to use the pre-awaken grab in Awakening and or is it going to have its own grab in Awakening? I think it's honestly going to have its own grab in Awakening because it'll be faster. I told you, I, I'm, I'm putting on the tinfoil. Mm -hmm. I think that the Awakening is going to be special. It's not going to be going to pre-awakening at all and I don't think it's going to have a grab. I'm putting I, on the tinfoil. I'm going for the Hail Mary. I don't think it's going to have an Awakening grab either, honestly. That'll just be a shitty class all around. <laughs> yeah, just with? like Sork, yeah. Just like what? Like Sork. It'll be a shitty class like Sork because it doesn't have a grab. My god. Ooh, that's you know there's a difference. Um, it is, so, okay, Seption just brought up, thank you, Seption, for bringing up a very good point. So, Subshin brought up that Prime King of the Dead, the icon for that is the exact same as Command Past Pawn. So it's literally just going to be, instead of Prime Past Pawn, you're going to have, it's going to be Prime King of the Dead. And Past Pawn is the one that just makes it attack? Summons, summons the guards. Uh... Past Pawn is the one, first thing under secondary skill, it's the one that summons the Thornwood guards. And then you have Command opening and Winter Testudo coming off of it. The one that summons the guard. So let me swap to it. I thought just the block summons the guard. Or is that what is Pass no, is I called the guard? Automatically activate when using Katorum's or whatever protection without guards. I see, I see. Yeah. Alright. So on, this maybe. is the ability that summons the, the Thornwood guards. So the King the King of the Dead is going to be the prime version of this. They just named it differently because it summons a different thing. That is a very good point, Subshin. Thank you. Look at that, dude. Nice investigating. Interesting. Oh, command opening is the one I was thinking of, where it like sends it. Dude, that's yeah. gonna be kinda crazy then. So that kind of sounds like they're just always going to be out then. Or it, So it's I wonder if he's going to be I wonder if he's going to be out when you're guarding then. Similar to how the guards are. See this changes the game because now I'm questioning if this is going to function like the guards do. Where whenever you block they just hang out and then go and attack things that are attacking you or you can command them to attack things. Yeah. Which would make sense, actually, if you consider the whole going into a frenzy when you're in danger. So if your HP is low, you block, Axion pops out, and then he goes fucking ham on somebody. 
I hate the shift. That actually could make sense. I hate the shift E skill. Honestly. It's so slow and boring, it's awful. <laughs> like, I hope you can cancel out of it in succession. Dude, the other thing, so, all right, do you guys think it's gonna have a block in Awakening? I think an S block. Just an S block? Yep. Interesting. Because I think they'll force you to use your pre-awakening if it's not what you guys were describing as like it switches completely if you go awakening. Do you think it'd be interesting if it had no block and you actually did have to go to pre-awakening for your block? Because uh... like a few classes now, obviously it's rough on like a ranger, suck ranger they have suffers. To have abilities that they span for protections. Yeah, I mean it kind of like looks a like a striker, might. mystic kind of thing. Suck. I mean, suck, suck Ninja has no S block and it gets on fairly well. I don't know. We'll, not enough info. Not enough info. I mean, just is what it is. But we did learn a lot about what to expect from the class, honestly, from the video. So it's like not enough info to decide some of those key components, but we got a lot of info on what to expect, um, like as a general. All right, wh um, which outfit looks cooler? Oh, definitely the uh, the open concept you got there. You think so? Dude, I think the Succession I just don't like the color scheme, but I think the Succession one looks way cooler. Yeah, I'm the uh, same. I, 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 I hate the red, but I think if I could like dye it, I'd probably really like it. I don't it. know, the, the boob physics showed pretty, pretty good in Awakening, I'm just saying. you know, These are the things that matter. I'm just wondering when we're finally going to get a female outfit that doesn't wear fucking high heels, man. <laughs> well, how are they supposed to like grip into the dirt and the grass when they're on an adventure <laughs> without that heel? It's basically a cleat. Uh, dude, it looks so fun. Um, so obviously this skill, the scythe skill or whatever, where it's like the mobs get vacuumed up is a vacuum is are we going to get a vacuum in PvP too? Probably not. Doubtful. I didn't really see anything that indicated that, you know? Like, they really showed that in the Mystic uh, trailer. They didn't really show that with anything else. Alright, so we have three, three days until this actually comes out. So let's place our bets. I'm going to actually type this in our chat and we're going to refer back to it. Um, Oof. Um, next, so did I kind of get it week. half right? Because I did say Scythe time for awakening um uh, yeah that count as half sure well maybe a quarter right or no a third a third more a third. than a quarter yeah that's You're like fair. A third i'll take right. that i'll take that uh oh also do you guys think that like if i get an awakening weapon skin is it going to change how the rapier and the scythe looks or are they going to be independent skins or is the scythe always just going to look how it looks and only the rapier changes that's uh, a good question. Like, am I going to be able to die the scythe mm, independent of the rapier? I don't think you're going to be able to... The the rapier, I don't think you're going to be able to change the look of. I think you're only going to be able to change the look of your gauntlet. The gauntlet is the actual weapon, not the rapier or the scythe. It's going to be lame if the rapier has to always be the same color. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be, bud. So you might want to go ahead and prepare for that mentally. You're calling me bud, dude. Because it's... It's gonna work like DK. Yeah, but DK, you get to right? die Hervedian. Like, you get to change the color of it. No, but I'm saying like the the, the spirit sword. swords that DK has. Like, you can't really change those. No, like, yes, you just can. Spirit swords. No, you definitely can change those. 
Not the ones that float around. Not the literal swords that she holds. I'm talking about the swords that she throws out. Because well, that's what I, I'm, like, ju that's I'm just what talking that about. Is. I'm just talking about the rapier that she's holding and the scythe she's holding. I'm not talking about anything that like flies out. Because like on know, on maybe. DK, her two hander and her and her like two floating swords both can be died in awakening. Like when you yeah, I know that. I mean, I they know, do have this they... thing only as black, so maybe maybe you can only die the glove. But that's th that that's would, what I think. <laughs> that would kind of suck. Because I think I think the thing is is that her weapon is going her actual awakening weapon is going to be the gauntlet, not the rapier. It's going to be the gauntlet. I mean, but that's true with the the DK too. Her weapon is the gauntlet. The Vedian is a gauntlet. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Can we die her gargoyle? Can we die the gargoyle? Dude, why can't you hilarious. die like why can't you die a tamer pet or recolor like the pets? I actually think that would be so sick. Even if it was like limited, just so it's not like you can't make it really hard to see. What color would you actually dye the gargoyle though? That's the real question. I don't know, I would give him like streaks of blue to make him look cr crazy. People are gonna have pink gargoyles, dude. <laughs> you should be able to put a saddle on hailing. No one actually said that. I just said that out loud, but it sounded like I was reading something. <laughs> Dude, hailing with a saddle would be fire. All right. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. So starting starting on Sunday. So we're going we're gonna to actually dig up. There's obviously going to be 50 million grind videos by then, right? Like people testing it out at different places. So I, let's take our bets right now. By the way, Rezar, our weapon, we both were wrong. So what happens with our bet? It just fizzles. Yeah, I mean, I guess we were both way off. <laughs> yeah, which we kind of figured was going to happen. Amritat earlier said, "I'm so glad it wasn't a stupid book like Reslar said." <laughs> Man, the hate. Yeah, dude, he's a guardian. He can't read. That's why he doesn't like books. So, wow. <laughs> all right. So, um, here's the bet: which class? Or which which spec succession or awakening just in that first week from what we know because obviously things will change down the road so we're gonna do i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna find every single video i can and test it myself and get feedback from a bunch of people before we come on but which spec is going to be better at grinding in the first week succession or awakening i'm gonna go with nayashi type in this uh nayashi reslar frosty Putting this in our Discord chat, which spec will be better at grinding? Awake or suck? I think a lot of that's going to be dependent on how good the movement is. So from the looks of it, it looks like Awakening, possibly. Awakening? Resler? Newer newer classes aren't like, their successions aren't like vastly overtuned in comparison, so... I guess he's For never the played first, The first... The first week of PvE, I'm going to go with Awakening. Okay. Just because I think people, like, all the Nova people already know how to grind with, like, that kit. But now their skills are just going to be doing fuckloads more damage. So I think that they're going to have the advantage. Whereas the people who are going Awakening are going to have to learn their skills. Like, which skills to use on which packs and, like, yada yada yada. So I think I think the Succession people have an advantage in that regard for the very first week of it being out. Now, I want you guys to feel confident about that. Rosier has a, or Rosaria has a really good idea that the losers have to enhance something on stream. 
What? Yeah, you got to tap something. Like you got to go for like a tried disto on the podcast can next we, can week. Can we cron it? You're a bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> 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 just I'm a bitch. Sure, you could cron it, dude. Whatever. If you want to spend right. even more All money, because right, that actually that timeline actually might work. Because uh, in three days, I get the five more seals, which will allow me to get 120 seals to get the tri tongue red belt, so that I can prepare to tap that for Tet. All right. So I'm I'm posting this as an image. I'm prepared to lose. It is written down <laughs> in stone. This is what we all see. I think Succession is going to be better at grinding in the first week. Wait, I did think... I say Awakening? I meant Succession. I said Awakening. Wait, did Reznor yeah, say? Yeah, that was that was weird because you did say you did say Awakening, but then you were talking about how Succession will have the advantage because everyone. If I said Awakening, I meant Succession. So yeah, he, he definitely oh meant. I, I know he meant. Succession. Do we let him change it or do we force him to enhance distos? Um. <laughs> You were saying awakening the whole time. Yeah, but I know what he meant. He was saying how he he sees that uh, pre awaken will have the advantage or success. Yeah, I'm in succession. All right, fine. Let me edit this and change it. Hold on. Uh so only Nyashi's enhancing next week. Fine. <laughs> Probably. All right, here we go. Save this as an image so we have it forever. There we go. All right. So next week we'll we'll dig up some some YouTube videos. We'll try to find some Korean ones. We'll try to find some NAU ones, and then uh, hopefully we can all try to test ourselves. Whoever is playing it, and we'll get feedback from the chat as well. So that way there's consensus on which one's better. And then uh, yeah, the loser's got to go for a try disto. We all agreed on that. Wait, 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 wait. You what? said any accessory. You didn't say try disto or try Debraca, whatever. What? It's not even like feasible to get. Get to grinding your mail while you have Red Moon. Wait, 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 wait. Is it okay if I do my try um, tongue red belt? Come on, that's um, it's good enough. All right, a try tongue red belt works. All right, thank you, thank you. Thank it can't, you. I, it can't least... be a red nose accessory. That'll be the rule. It's not a red nose accessory. It's you know the the best belt in the game besides the accuracy belt. So. Besides the actual best belt in the game. Besides the actual best belt. No, not not all right. So when we talk about the grinding, we're specifically referring to like high end spots, like Starzen, Sacrea, um, Histria, like those spots, Tauros, whatever, like whatever. Not not necessarily like the quick like Sassans or Gahas. Dude, that's so crazy. Tungrad belt dropped like four bill. What the fuck? Yeah. Is it cheap now? It's ten bill. It's or eleven bill for it. It was like fifteen or something like that, uh, like a couple weeks ago. The price plummeted. Holy shit! Yeah, people don't have money, dude. They're broke, dude. Look at the Tungrad rings. I'm really sad about it too because I need to sell mine. Oh wait, like, they, look at look at that drop. They all sold. Look at that fucking market drop there. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, the Tungrad ring too. Holy fuck. It is like not good to be in fucking underwater. What the fuck? Well, the base, yeah, that uh, actually that's true. The base rings are only 100 mil now. That sucks. They were holding strong at like 110, 115, but. Meanwhile, Tungrad earrings, dude, are skyrocketing up to 70 mil. It's crazy. 
Sky, yeah, it is weird that tongue red earrings are going up like that. Um, yeah, and that's why everyone's like all the snakes and whatnot are grinding in fucking uh, Cortuga. All the snakes. Of their castle buff. All oh, the I snakes. See. Like actual the guild snake. Yes. Uh, dude. I heard they dodged siege yesterday. Uh, Disto's tanked too. What's happening? Does, can siege? anyone can anyone confirm that that snake dodged siege because PA got nerfed and their comp is irrelevant? No, there's no way. Is that an actual <laughs> rumor you heard? Yeah, seriously, someone said that in my stream that, that they dodged they... siege yesterday. And the, that the reason... Well, I mean, Snake still owns regions. No, so. no, no, no. I was joking about oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, their comps are relevant. Like, Wizwitch is still so strong in Siege, you're crazy. Yeah, no, I was joking about that. No, but someone did say that they dodged Siege yesterday. I don't know. I mean, probably. It's kind of... It is the holidays. But did they not... Did they not own a territory right now? Um, no, they still own Madai. How'd they dodge? How did they defend their territory uh, and dodge at the same time? That's crazy, dude. Ask people in chat. I don't know. Imagine defending your know. territory while dodging. That's actually impressive. Um, okay, moving on. Aim assist. Uh, they put up a long post about the aim assist that Really, if you break it down, they said we need aim assist in the game to help new players. So we'll remove it from some skills, but some skills we're going to leave it. So they said uh, extra impactful skills such as grapples. Like warrior, they use warriors grapple as an example, yeah. which bladers rejoice, right? Huh? PA knows it's a strong grab. There's still hope, right, Bladers? Uh, there's no hope. There's, there's really still hope, hope, huh, Bladers? Um, do you think that Warrior's Grapple Fail should apply a 50% move speed and cast speed debuff? Move attack and cast speed Not debuff? like it'll affect them. Have you seen them when they have uh, fucking slows? They don't care. No, 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 not them. Like, it, it debuffs the person they tried to grab if the grab fails. Like, a, like kind of like Gravedigger. It's like a fail safe for Warriors, so they have extra... Slows. Would that be kind of hype? I feel like Maywas would be into that. I mean, no. <laughs> All right. So aim assist. Uh, I don't know, Reslar. You're. I feel like you have the strongest opinions on this. What are, What are your feelings I mean, on the aim assist changes? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's probably a good thing. I still just think it either shouldn't be in the game or it should just be disabled once you hit level 50 on your character. Um, I mean, we both believe that it actually hurts new players more than it helps them, so we just... When you flat-out disagree with the entire ideology behind like the change that they're implementing, it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, that's a good thing that they did, but I mean, I guess technically it is, so whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It, it just shouldn't... It Thing number one, it shouldn't work in PvP. Like, at all. It it just should not, like... At all work in PvP. PvE, fine, whatever, not PvP. 
And then thing B, like, it just should turn off once you hit level 50. Like, once you hit level 50 as, like, a brand spanking new player, like, I think you have enough of a grasp of the combat at that point to where you don't really need that anymore. Honestly. You get to level 50 really fucking fast now. I know what you're going for, but, like, in all honesty, you can hit 50 in, like, an hour. Yeah, they should make it forced on until you're 269 Kudum. <laughs> Well, you and I actually, Rezar, both agree that it's bad for new players, but for different reasons. So why do you think it's bad for new players? Well, I think it's bad for new players because eventually they're going to learn that that's not how you actually should be playing the game and that it's kind of more of a hindrance a hindrance than a helpful like thing because mm-hmm. of the fucking auto-aim. And so eventually they're going to learn that you can turn it off. They're going to turn it off and have to like relearn all the shit that they were learning. Like, they're like, oh, hey, this skill is, like, actually useful now. Or, like, you know, this skill functions differently now that I have this shit turned off. So it's kind of, like, going to set them on the back foot a little bit, maybe dishearten them. Like, you know, I don't know. Um, For me, I I feel like new players are going to play the game if they don't talk to people, right? Like, if they go in solo, try the game, like, ah, this game, like, a lot of people play this game and kind of want to try this out. Let's see what's up. They download it on Steam for five bucks. They start playing, they're killing mobs. Every time they click, they their character just jerks into a random-ass direction to target a mob, even though they weren't aiming their camera that way. And after a little while of this, they're going to be annoyed and be like, the combat in this game sucks. I don't know why people hype this up. Like, your character just, like, jerks to different things that I'm not even aiming at. And they're going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. This game's awful. I, I think it actually makes the combat seem shitty when it's actually really fun and fluid and... and you have so much control over your character. If you're like playing, like think about you walk into a group of goblins when you're like level 10 and you start attacking and your character is literally just changing directions randomly. Like based on, cause they're not even going to know why they're not going to know that the rule is, Hey, by the way, you, you auto target the closest mob. Cause it's on by default. Unless like a tutorial, like explains it in detail. I like they're I feel like people are gonna be confused. Like why why is my character just turning constantly? This is stupid. I don't know. I, I'm just imagining like starting up a new game and I'm like, oh hell yeah, I, I unlocked um I don't know, what's a what's a skill? Um I unlocked uh, Midnight Stinger on my Sork. Like it's a little forward dash thing and, and you're using it just in like an open field and it's going forward and then you go use it next to mobs and it's randomly turning you into mobs that you didn't want to go that direction. You know, I don't know. It just seems like it'd be jarring and weird. Yeah, new players can turn it on or off. It's just like, there's no... I don't think it's immediately apparent on what the setting is that's making them do that, is the problem. So, I don't know. Yeah, you know you know what I always love doing in a game? I love loading in... First thing I have to do is go hunt through the settings to turn some stupid shit off that's automatically enabled. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do in a game. You know how, like, in every game ever, you go into it and you're like, why the fuck is Bloom automatically enabled? Like, who cares? That doesn't make sense. And you have to go and find it and turn it off. Isn't that just the funnest part of, like, playing a new game? Well, even more fun is when you play video on console and you're wondering how to turn off Remastered because you're only getting 20 frames per second and there's no option to do so. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So Uh, Just the whole thing is just... Yeah, the whole thing is just awful. I don't know. 
Like, you really want to help new players, like, learn the new combat system? Like, this would be a really cool opportunity to, like, like do things with your community and, like, your, your content creators, like, the people that make guides and stuff on YouTube. And, like, you can actually give them, like, player-made resources, like, through the game. And be like, hey, like, you know, this sort of thing for this or this for this, that sort of thing. Like, I know other games that have done that before. Or actually in the game, they're like, hey, here's like some guides that you can like check out for this sort of stuff. Or fuck, make your own guides. I don't give a fuck. You probably don't know how these things work, so I don't know if you can, but I don't know. It's just like this this does not help anybody. It's just awful. I don't know. It's just really fucking weird. Yeah. And again, who asked for this? Was there like some like uh, some CEO's like nephew or something that was like, yeah, uncle, I tried playing that game that you work for, but uh, the combat I was get really dizzy when I have to spin. Yeah, <laughs> it it just gets a little too complicated. I can't like quite figure out that I turned my camera to aim my abilities, so I just kind of gave up. And he was like, oh, "We're losing players because players can't figure out how to turn their their cameras." Oh my god. Like, eh, I, I don't know. It's just so fucking dumb. Yeah. You know, you want to make combat easier for a new player, give them succession when they start the game. It already exists in Korea. They have guides slash forums accessible in-game that are player-made. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean... There's plenty of resources out there if they just do a simple Google search, honestly. Yeah, I know, but like now you have to Google search aim assist. They're not even gonna know what to search for. Well, yeah. They're gonna yeah, like imagine right. your new player like, um, how, why am I auto no, my you're, camera's you're auto right. moving? You're, you're absolutely right. Someone's gonna have to do an updated guide. Alright, all the bullshit you need to take off your UI immediately. Yeah. <laughs> upon entering the game. Here you go. Here's your here's your first five minutes in the game guide. Dude, like, one of those, like, I remember I had a moment like that. I was trying to get my cousin to play this game, and he kept talking about, he was like, how do I, can I get rid of this fucking combo thing? I was like, combo thing? What combo thing? I had completely forgotten that, like, when you're a new yeah, player, that, that it, like, exists. automatically enables this giant fucking combo list in the middle of your goddamn screen, almost, that, like, takes up so much of your fucking vision. It's awful. Honestly, it's like, it's a combination of that, and then you get like the horse markets like constantly popping up on your fucking screen. <laughs> yeah, the pop-ups that are just confusing. It's and just weird. like insane. And then you got your your black spirits pissed off at you because you're attacking um, the damn grass beetles that are stronger than you. And, yeah, you know, and then you, just... and then yeah, it's just it's too much shit. It's, it's, a it's lot way of stuff. too much, dude. I forgot too when I first started playing the game. The idea of the Black Spirit was super confusing to me. I was like, wait, oh, yeah. so like all of my menu stuff, I'm like, why is there an escape menu, but also this Black Spirit has a menu of a bunch of shit too. Like, this is so strange to me. <laughs> Definitely is weird for sure. Because like every other game to enhance, you normally go to like some NPC or you just yeah, do it Yeah, in you're inventory. not like interacting with this thing randomly in open world. Now that I'm used to it, I actually don't mind it, but it, it I thought it was super confusing when I first started. I was like, why? I was like, okay, so I have to press period, which is, or comma, to pull up this black spirit, and it's like, he has some random options that I don't know. What is transfusion, enhancement, 
Okay, do I have to be in a town for? I don't know. It's just like really weird drawing. But anyway, aim assist should uh, just be removed. Um, it's not helpful. If you want to help players, uh, there's many other ways to do so. Aim assist is not really ideal. Um, I I'd be willing to bet that for every one hundred thousand new people that try the game out, uh, about one of them will continue playing the game. Because aim assist helped them, and and that's Maybe. probably only because they just don't know it's a, it's a, it's an option to turn off. That's it. Yeah. Um. All right. Rebombs. They they went through. We got all the rebomb buffs. Uh. How are your classes rebombs? What changed? I know Zerker. They changed one of them to. Isn't one of them kind of a pulling ability now? Basically. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't really looked that much at the Zerker rebombs, honestly. I only looked at the archer bombs. Do they make decent changes for the archer ones? Yeah, they're pretty. They're better, I would say. I still don't know if they're like super good. I don't know. Maybe like a better archer will be like, "What do you mean? This one's insane!" But to me, they're still like kind of meh. I would say slight, like slightly better than before. Right. Hey, Ashley. Um. Your, your I mean. They helped out some. Um, they put a frontal guard on the first hit of our cyclone um, rebam, and I mean it'll probably help here and there. But like overall, the, it's such a short like uh, point in the animation that you're gonna have a frontal guard that it'll almost feel non-existent. I'm sure. Um, I haven't had too much experience of it actually activating, but of course I haven't had too much experience of using it in someone's face either so um but the other one is uh the uh decapitation dragon which was relatively useless uh, in both pve and pvp originally they have since uh made it cancelable with chase so we can exit the second part of the animation faster and then um you can actually get a 15 percent attack speed increase from the first hit, so that's actually pretty decent. Um, it's just... I don't know, it doesn't really do any damage in PV, so it's kind of like... It's just for buffing, and it's just... I don't know. Um, like, I like the idea, it's just... I wish I could cancel it sooner. I think yeah. it's really what the main issue is. Like, it's kind of supposed to mimic, like, uh, Awakening's Royal Rage ability, sort of. But it like doesn't. So <laughs> it has no protections on it. Royal Rage had a frontal guard at least. Uh, Royal Rage you can cancel immediately. Um, you just don't have that kind of capabilities with this ability. So it's just not useful in PvP. So it's basically just a PvE buffer and a mediocre one at that, I guess. I don't know. It would have been better if they allowed you to cancel it sooner. And with more abilities besides just like chase, like if you could cancel it with like stigma, or like four blind thrust or debite as well, that would be nice. Rather than just like strictly uh, chase oriented, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the Kuno one got a cooldown reduction from thirty seconds to twenty two, so I still can't use it every pack. And uh, a DP debuff minus fifteen, which doesn't help succession. But also, uh, but does help Awakening a little bit because Awakening doesn't really have a solid way to DP debuff. 
So I don't wait, know. what the fuck? Well, chat, yeah. chat literally just dropped a bomb on me here. Oh yeah, they fucking renamed Royal Rage to Reverse Scale. What the fuck? It's oh my gosh, I didn't even notice that change. Why did they do that? I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. That that just baffled me. Um. Yeah. I, no, I was just saying it's. Not, I mean, it helps for awakening, I guess, a little bit for PVE because it's now like it's a big enough AOE that every mob gets debuffed. Um, but the cooldown's still kind of too long. Like twenty-two seconds is weird because the skill just doesn't really hit very hard. So I don't know why it's so such a long cooldown. It's not protected either. Uh, I'm trying to think. So the Musa one supposedly is really good. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with that? You're a blader. Um, basically they can cancel it pretty quickly and it's actually a really fast damage trade. All the damage is like up front. Um, it's super front loaded. So it's, it's just like really good for trading. Uh, it is unprotected. I think if I remember correctly, the, their other ability got a forward guard, but I don't think this one did, but it's so fast that it's like kind of not a big deal. Sort of. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It's just pretty nifty damage trader. So if you run into like a, um, an awakening, uh, Musa that's doing the whole projection spamming thing where they kind of get you close to them, they projection you where it kind of does like its own little PVP vacuum. Mm -hmm. And then they just try to like out damage trade you right there with super armor abilities. They'll also weave that in to an unprotected ability. So, uh, they'll just try to burst you down with that. So. Gives you an option to like maybe catch them in um, if they're getting greedy with their damage. I see. Um, so. Trying to think if there's any other ones that were like significant that stand out. Uh, yeah, and it, if I remember, the other one was pretty much useless. So the Hashishin one is kind of nice. The cooldown got reduced from 35 to 30 seconds. The stamina cost from 300 to 250. Um, so that's kind of nice. That's their long iframe one. Uh, I don't know if any others are like super significant. Oh, the Sork one is kind of nice on Shadow Wave. So you can like cancel it with, uh, so if you use Nightcrow and Awakening on Sork and then you cast Shadow Wave, you can actually like cast it relatively quick now. So you can use it as a CC attempt, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, it is nice. And then the other version, like if you don't want to be stuck in the frontal guard, you can iframe out instead of having to do the whole skill now as well, which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, the others, I'm not too sure. Thrashing Wolf is kind of decent on Mystic. Cause you know who I didn't hear anything about was DK's. Yeah, DK's got a speed up, but it's still like relatively bad. Oh. Uh. They did, I'm pretty sure all of them anything. are all of them are still just going to use the airstrike one, even though the cooldown's super long. Would be my guess. The thing doesn't do enough damage even in PVE. Well, that, that's the thing I fair, don't understand. They, they have plenty of damage. Yeah, I know, but it's like it, it just makes the skill feel like what, what's why? Why did what you waste the for, time yeah. developing this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least give it some sort of utility kind of thing. Something, you know. Could call it like gap remover, dude, and it just puts super armor in places gap where remover. there aren't any. Yeah. 
That'd be fantastic. Gap creator. <laughs> it's unprotected. You know, just throw it out randomly, you get cut. Um, the Mystic Thrashing Wolf one is kind of interesting because they sped up the movement on it and the animation of it and then gave it super armor, although for some reason the super armor edition wasn't in the patch notes, but it did get super armor. Um, Weird. So that one's like, I guess, kind of viable to use as just like protected damage slash movement. Uh, and then the other one also I think is interesting because you get Crouching Wolf buff without wasting any shards, but the cooldown is really long. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think any others are, are super impactful. At least I haven't heard about them yet. If they are. Ghost Claw, I guess, is nice for grinding on Ninja with the attack speed buff. Maywas are just pure busted. Lightning Spear is actually pretty fast. What? Lightning Spear is actually pretty fast on, on Wizwitch now. Uh, well, actually on Wizard. But it's it doesn't do any damage in PvP, but I think it's decent for PvE because it's so quick. Um, and I haven't gotten to test the rest. I don't know. So there's my uh, limited knowledge on those changes. I know you were pretty upset that they buffed the uh, the warrior one. Did you linked it and said, "What the hell? Why are they uh, buffing the I, I misspoke. I thought it was a. Uh their counter strike or whatever it was whatever their counter their typical counter. counter is yeah yeah their normal thing gotcha. yeah, it's what it looked like at first for some reason and then i read i'm like oh no never mind this doesn't have accuracy on it <laughs> so i'm like okay that's he fine. said he sent it he sent like the screenshot of the changes like what the hell like seriously <laughs> or something like more buffs yeah because i'm like I'm like you could already use this skill like every fucking chance you catch someone and it blows people up and now they have a four guard on it and they reduce the fucking or they increase the cooldown which is fine but like really another four guard like these fucking bitches need more four guards yeah dude warriors are lacking protection give them one or two more protections and they'll finally be viable <laughs> alright so PA changes Reslar, have you node ward uh, since the PA change with your guild? Nah, we've been on break. Our first node ward back from break is today. Oh, okay. Uh, now, actually, I'm going to go ahead and assume you haven't node ward since about 2018. Yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Um, so I have not gotten a node ward either because the holidays have made it kind of tough. Like the, the nodes that we were placed on all ended up just being sniped. So we'll see what happens this week. But... Um, I did get to go into Battle Arena and test some of the PA stuff, and I don't know. It's kind of interesting because against someone before, so I tested with Bloom, who is 330 DP with Nuver. Yeah. Um, and when he PAs, I can just straight up kill him in one combo, as if he's just like a normal like geared player. Like when he pops PA, like I kill him. 100% of the time, I can kill him with PA up. Um, against someone with more gear, I can't, but I get them like to 30% or 40%. So basically like if you have a decent amount of gear, um, PA feels a lot better. And, but it seems like PA, if you have low gear, you can be one comboed by someone with gear. If you're high gear, you need two people to kill you, which I think is not that bad. That's fine no. compared to what it was before where you were basically a God for eight seconds. Uh, at least that's been my experience. The other thing I found interesting 
We were testing because mana shield also re reduces 25% damage, right? So mana shield plus PA is 75% damage reduction, but like side by side again, these are not like conclusive scientific tests, but there was no like apparent difference. No, this is between... a frosty test. Everything's perfect. No, no, no. In a frosty test, it's very vague. It Th this, the only reason I'm sharing this information is because I'm hoping someone goes out and tests it just so we have confirmation on how it works. But it seemed when PA was up that mana shield wasn't really helping at all. Um, there was actually multiple times where when someone used PA, PA and mana shield, they took more damage than with just PA, which would just not, not saying that it makes it worse, but just that it didn't really have any effect. And I feel like with 20, even though your damage is being reduced so much by PA, I feel like that 25% is still a lot of damage reduction. So it should be like pretty noticeable in difference. But it was like every test was either the same exact damage or just like random changes that could just be from like special attack evasion and stuff. Whereas like when you use mana shield, just mana shield versus someone without mana shield, it is like a massive difference in damage. Like it completely reduces damage. Um, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, Monster saying it sounds like PA's or the 25% mana shields overriding PA. I actually feel like it's the opposite is happening because they still were t like being reduced 50%. Like the damage, it was like PA, I would use, they would test or they would use PA, I'd do damage to them. It would deal like a thousand hit points, right? And then they'd use PA and mana shield, it would do like a thousand hit points. And then they use just mana shield and they would take like 1500 uh, damage. So it was, it was like, didn't seem to make much of a difference. So I, I would love if someone, hopefully big and shiny one day, gets out there and tests to see if they stack. Or if maybe it's just diminished returns. I don't know. Maybe it's just such a minimal damage difference since so much is being reduced after gear and everything that it's hard to tell the difference. But I don't know. Anyway, the, the change like feels actually pretty nice. And I also like that... Um, I also really like that it persists through death. So if you kill someone that had used PA... They, when they respawn, they still can't receive PA for that full duration. Yeah, that's really nice. But it's only a minute, right? Yeah, but there might be some like weird scenario where it might be necessary in early early game siege. Yeah, it's only um, a minute. But in the yeah, in the early game when it's like five second spawn timers or ten second spawn timers is like you're you're gonna have to wait for the cooldown. Like it's kind of a lot more to keep track of if you really think about it. Cause you gotta keep track of your individual PA groups. And then also like, well, if PA three went off, what group of people can't receive PA anymore? Like, should we even use yeah. PA one or is it not gonna have any effect? You know? What it'll do is definitely slow down the bigger fights probably. And also make baiting out really good. Cause now like if they PA and push on you and you guys bait them in and burn that first PA, there's a good chance most of their heavy hitters are now significantly weaker. So you guys counter PA and push back in and they're pretty much fucked. Giving you the advantage. I'm excited that I can do damage. Cause if I jump in as a, as a coon, like if I die bomb a group, if I die bomb with somebody else, like even if they PA to protect themselves, like a emergency, oh shit, PA, like this dude's trying to ult us or whatever. Like if I'm there with someone else, like we can still kill them with PA up, which is just yeah. such a, 
I, I know it doesn't seem like that big a deal, but it's such a huge difference because like if you can take out some of their whiz witch early with some of these engagements that like basically is not possible before the PA change because PA would just change save their fight. life. You can change a fight. Plus there's a chance if I actually am able to kill some of them that I don't immediately die as well. Because normally it's just like, oh, I did my whole ult, engage, shadow stomp, clone, tendon cutter, like all the damage I can do and they're still at 75% health and then they hit me and I'm dead. Uh -huh. So now there's a chance they actually, uh, they don't make it as long as I jump in with like one or two people. Like I don't think, solo ulting is not going to work unless you're against people with just no gear. But with yeah. against people with gear, if you if you ult like with a group like a coordinated ult, it actually is gonna matter now. Which is kinda cool. You say that, but every thirty minutes that sucks Zerker. Oh, he's definitely not gonna be as tanky because the PA will definitely not save him, you know. It'll help a lot, but not near as much as it used to. You know? Yeah, just grab him. Yeah, that's just, true. Just grab him. Right. Yeah, just just grab and him, then, man. Like even <laughs> even when uh the, the I remember seeing the the clip of choice, he get like literally what one hundred percent slowed, and he literally couldn't do anything, and just got just eaten alive when he jumped into the middle of a group of people. Someone's asking if um if PA will be just used when you can instead of coordinated because of this, but I don't think so. It's still no, going to be. It's still going to be coordinated. You have to for castles. Like you literally don't have a choice. Like if you don't coordinate your PAs, you're not ever getting through a castle gate. It's impossible. I, I still do hope that this eventually leads to castle design being changed, honestly. Mina Mina just reminded me of something important I need to bring up. Uh this PA works on T ones, by the way. PA oh. PA does work on T ones. And because AP is capped in T ones, it's actually kind of a big deal. Like it may not be such a big deal on T twos, especially if you're like super geared. But on T ones where your AP is capped, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a big deal. The fact that you just get a bunch of bonus DR all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I I was talking to someone from EU that did Node Wars, and they were like telling me like, "Holy shit, it actually works in T ones." Um, but I was like, are, "What? Like, if someone PAs because you guys are capped, like, what's the damage like?" And they said they were still able to kill people with PA. They're just tankier. So. Yeah. I wonder if that's just because the DP, the actual DP cap is low, so it's like they still take damage. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But apparently it they're would, still killable. I kind of assumed yeah. they would just be gods. But no, know. they wouldn't be gods, but it would definitely be... It's going to take a little bit more effort to kill people who are PA'd, for sure. I think it also would depend on what tier you're at, like what cap you're at. Because it's like, obviously, I think you're going to have an easier time killing people if you're at like the 280 AP cap rather than the 210. So, or whatever it is, 270, somewhere around there, the hard cap, I don't remember exactly what it is. I think now on it's hard like it's high. 250, right? Then they the Is it? Yeah, cuz remember when the I thought when the T1 changes happened, they made hards are basically medium and they just left it like that. Or am I misremembering? Oh, uh, okay. It's kind of been a while since I looked. I, I might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to caps that much. Uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, interesting. We're, we're moving, we're moving the T twos, so good for us. We're basically just avoiding PA. We avoided PA whenever it was a blight on T twos, and now that it's nerfed, it's like we're going back to T twos, and now it's apparently kind of annoying on T ones. So it's like, hey, good. <laughs> we're just kind of avoiding it. 
Yeah. That's crazy. What a what a crazy ability, dude. Although, you know what? A long time ago, though, you and I suggested, I think, like 20% or 30%, but way back in the day, like the first time we had Tim Allen on, like around that time, we had talked about PA changes. And like originally, one of the simple changes we were thinking of was like, I don't know why it just isn't like a flat damage reduction percentage. Yeah, that's true. I do remember that. I don't think either of us said 50, but it was probably like 30 or 25 or something, but still kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to change I, it more or if it's going to stay the same. Because you know it started out at 40 on Global Labs and then was 50 when they actually released it? Yeah. Oh, I think they'll fucking just back off this and put it back to like 60, 70%. <laughs> what? You think so? Oh, yeah. Uh, think- we decided PA isn't strong enough, so uh, we buffed it to 100% damage reduction. I mean, they they still haven't listened about the the suck wizard thing, so they obviously have their own perception of what they feel um, large scale should be. But since the meteor, so. since the two hundred percent meteor nerf, wizards have been struggling in large scale. Oh no, they have not. <laughs> yeah, dude, that fixed wizards, man. What do you mean? Yeah, dude. the KD's <laughs> dropped significantly. I don't know what you're talking about, Nashi. You're crazy. <laughs> Clearly, I'm out of my element, right? I am. Dude, I feel bad. I feel bad for the people that, like, on both the podcast or the stream, that have no idea that I'm being sarcastic. And, and like, dude, this moron Frosty actually thinks Wizard's fine because Meteor got nerfed the 200%. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought you lived for the comments. You thought I lived for the comments? Yeah, you loved all the the rage, you know? I do appreciate the rage. It's funny sometimes. Mostly Specifically the Musa Rage. He bottles those tears up. Kind of all the bladers, dude. They make me happy. I feel like bladers make the world go around, you know? Like, BDO would not... If if Musa and Mewa were not in their current state, I would probably quit this game. <laughs> Brings some joy in such a... Every, such a every PBE <laughs> Kuno world. Great joy, dude. Oh, man. Um... I mean, you have to admit, you guys are the best at removing stun traps from engagements. We are. That, that is true. That is true. It's an we important. Are. It's an important role. Don't downplay it. Uh, okay. So overall, I don't know. We'll we'll have to revisit this next week when we actually have node ward. Ho- ward a hopefully, bit. some of us get some node wars in before then. Maybe Nayashi can merc into one of the guilds and actually do a node war. Or actually, well, Nayashi, um, maybe in a GVG. Go go participate in some GVGs. See if you can kill people with PA. Yeah, I'm about to try it what out. What guild are you in these days, anyways, Nayashi? I'm still in Juice. I'm just, we're just sitting in here because I'm uh, just focusing on gear gains. You know, I'm, I don't feel ready to jump into a guild right now that's doing any no wars or sieges. Are you just going to start sieging soon? Yes. Uh, Short answer, yes. I thought so. More details on that later. Uh, All right. I guess that's it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, wait, Rez, overall, um, is there any chance you main Nova? If you like it enough. Uh, yeah, there's a chance. I don't know how high of a chance it is, but there's a chance. If you mained Nova, would it be tagged to your Archer, tagged to your Zerker, or Independent, or what would you be doing? Zerker, probably. So you'd let go but of the like, archer. If you fell in love with Nova, you'd let go of the archer. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, we'd have to see. I, I'd probably end up doing some wonky thing that you wouldn't agree with. <laughs> Cindy just said he'd get a third gear set. <laughs> True, dude. He has well, three, at least he's being honest. He'll have three nah, black I, star chests. One if for I really character. like, if I really like Nova that much, what I might consider doing would be just focusing on completing my Zerker's second gear and then untagging the Zerker at that point and then tagging the Nova to my Zerker. Jesus, sounds awful. Well, I mean, you know, that actually is kind of a good thing, because then you can actually tag another character. No, you can only and have you one can tag, just... but yeah. No, you can only have one tag. Well, nope. no, no, no. I meant, like, you, de you decouple your uh, Zerker, right? Yeah, you Oh, you're saying... Yeah, 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 yeah. When I untag the Zerker, yeah, I can tag something else. So if another class comes out that you like, or maybe you want to go back to another... Like the Archer. Well, yeah, that's that's part of why I'm doing this is because I want to go play Awakened Wizard, but I kind of can't because if I untag, I either would have to reroll my Archer, which I don't want to do, or I'd have to untag my Zerker, which I don't want to do. That's part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Which again, I've already admitted doesn't make any sense. You don't have to harass me about it. See, that's but... what that's what I love about Reslars. He always plays the underdog class. Now that PA is nerfed, he's down to play Wizard, the underdog class. This is great. No, I've wanted to play Awakened Wizard <laughs> since the the, the core skills came out. I want to play. I want to play old school fucking bound uh uh Bolide, Awakened oh, Wizard. No, that's be, what I want to do. You're gonna be like Bloom and grief your entire guild playing Awakening Wizard. Oh my yeah. gosh! Nice. Well, I want, dude. I want to. I want to play old school Awakened Wizard. You know what That's he's. What really he, you know what do. he's good for. Isn't it the Awakening ability only where they put down that puddle, that uh, increases the magic damage your enemies take if they run over it? You're talking about, You're the, talking about lava? the lava pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit's yeah. busted. You're right. So there you go. So you could be the setup guy. You know. So yeah, we. I just kind of gotta play it year by year. Right now, I'm just trying to focus on. Mainly, I'm trying to focus on getting this goddamn Zerker into Tauros. So, I'm working on uh, Pen Ulus, and then I'm hoping that Black Star Awakening and Black Star Gloves will come out relatively soon so that I can get that stuff. And then at that point, I'm starting to close in on having a complete gear set, actually. So, that's nice. pretty exciting. That is exciting. Uh, I, can't wait. I can't wait for the Nova release. It's going to be so fun. Dude, you know what has me excited too is that because it's not on any other server, so it's not on Global Lab and there's not like a bunch of information, so everyone gets to kind of experience it together for the first time, I think is actually a really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, unlike, I don't know, how long was uh, Mystic out for before we got it? Oh, a long six, time. Six months actually. or five months? We got to see a lot of PvP videos come out from KR. Yeah, that was crazy. That took so long. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, yeah. Uh, on on to the on to the comments. Unless anyone has anything else they want to discuss, our bet is in place. So next week, we have to enhance an accessory. We'll do we'll do our research. We'll make sure everyone agrees that it's fair what we conclude, whether awakening or succession is better at grinding on Nova, and our bets were. Uh, I said, I said, me and Reslar said succession will be better at grinding at high end spots. Nayashi said awakening. So whoever ends up being wrong has to um, enhance an accessory, and it cannot be a red nose accessory. It has to be either like a Tauros belt or a Tungrad ring or Tungrad belt or whatever. 
Wait, so from base or what? You just gotta like, go for to go? try, however you want to get to it. You gotta go. I'll be okay, going. So have a, so have I'll, a duo I'll have, ready. Yeah, I'll have a uh, try tongue red belt by the time we do this. So, worst case scenario, if I am wrong, then uh, I'll be able to go for a TED attempt. So that'll be pretty exciting. And I get to watch it downgrade after a chronic. It's gonna be crazy. So basically, we each we we all need to have a duo accessory ready, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, Frosty, there's a good chance I'll I'll have a duo. <laughs> So I could go for a try attempt right after. I know, I'm excited for you. This is uh, this is my way of the, getting Reslar and Ayashi to finally make some gains. You know? The real the real question is is if it goes, do you immediately have to go to Tet? No, that's up to you. If you want to go for Tet, you can. <laughs> but you can go either go for Tet or sell it, get that money. I'm selling mine if it goes try. If it fails, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, what are you going for? <laughs> what are you gonna go for if you if you lose? I don't. Uh, I don't know. Trying to think, like, like what's is, your next upgrade, anyways? What are you doing right now? Pen crescent ring, second one. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Dude, yeah, just enhance know. the pen crescent ring, easy. So for me, I just <laughs> want the silver from it. Um. Okay. We, uh, yeah. Are, what? So what? Are, what are we projecting for next week? Since uh, we're moving on the uh, profits through and through. Profits. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so it's gonna be a top quarter for us. It's gonna be a top. What quarter do you mean? What are we projecting in reference to what? What are you talking about? Like, um, as far as like, uh, you know, potential guests next week. Oh, you think we're gonna have any, or we're gonna uh, be talking no, a lot about the awakening? Nothing's in, for uh, sure, but I, I'm there. I'm trying to get somebody on. Okay. One of two people. I'm gonna try for both, and we'll see if either of their schedules work. Um, if no one comes, maybe we'll bring on Sphero, dude. That'll be fun. If he's available. Um, okay. So, on to the comments. For those that are new to the podcast, we read the comments from the previous show every single episode at the end. So, if you have something you want to say or want us to read aloud on the show, feel free to comment on the YouTube video. And uh, we'll read your comment. As long as it's not just uh, insults. It's a fair game. And feel free to disagree with us or Nayashi. Disagree with any Especially of us. Especially Nayashi. Nayashi. Yeah. Especially Nayashi. We always understand if you that. disagree with me that uh, you know it's not going to be a very hyped up comment, so if you disagree with Nayashi, he will find you and he will red moon you. Um <laughs> I will red moon. You. <laughs> if you really want to get if you really want to get max interaction, you got to you got to just trigger Frosty. Just say something that really like sets him off about like balanced discussion or something. That's the way to get the most. Yeah, because yeah, like, if you just disagree with me, Frosty's gonna be like, "Yeah, that's that's true." Moving on, next comment. What like what <laughs> like the, like what's an example though, Rosar, so they know what to do. Do you have any? I don't know. What what what's a what's something that people say regarding balance? What's an opinion people have regarding balance? Snuffoo is like, really actually a good large scale class. That that like. That Musa just needs to get fifteen percent accuracy on all their skills. That'll <laughs> get me. Yeah, that's that that's that's a pretty good trigger. Or or the if, just remove grabs from the game and it would be yeah, way more. That's what fair. I was about to say. Just remove grabs from the game and the game will be in a way better state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or just remove iframes. That was the other thing. Remember for a long time it was just remove iframes from the game and the game would be a lot better state. Just talk about Mayo balance in general. 
like, I I I don't I don't know about removing iframes. I think I said that at one point, but I do think that like I hate invisibility. Like I don't mind it on Kuno and Ninja because they're literally Kuno and Ninja, but like every other class where their skills turn them invisible, I can't fucking stand it. Yeah, like, Wait, like what? Like what? It's so dumb. Like Nightmare on Sork or something, or what do you mean? Yeah, those ones that can actually track. Like oh, every one of Sork's skills, uh, even like the Archer twenty five percent that turns them invisible. Pretty much every invisible ability that's not concealment. I get concealment; that makes sense, like thematically and all that shit. But like all the other like random invisibilities in the game, I I just don't like them. I they're annoying. It's not like a make or break it type thing, but it's just like annoying and kind of nonsensical to me. Interesting. Like, do you mean like like Hashishin's movement, how it's hard to track, or like how it disappears and reappears for its iframe, or what do you? I guess I'm not really well, sure no, which invisibilities you're talking about outside of concealment. Well, any skill that makes your character invisible. I know, but what, outside of like Nightmare and Nocturne, like what else does that? Nightmare and Nocturne. Like like the fucking sideways dash on hash, sideways or all the movement that Sork has. Like I pretty much everything where your character disappears, man. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there is something <laughs> to be said about like being able to track an opponent. No, you guys um, got you guys gotta turn your skill effects back on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I told I I was oh, I, I forgot we're console and we should only we should only allow people to fight back if they're on fucking max remastered. graphics yeah, go with to everything turned on you can and see shit. The skills just <laughs> yeah, I, sorry, I watched... I, sorry, I'm not PC carried enough, dude. That's the real problem. I do agree on succession Kuno. They need to in opti mode add some skill effects that they can see because I this happened a while back, but there was a I was defending a guildie in a grind spot from someone who was happened to be streaming at the time they were like just sitting there camping on top of the guildie's body and i killed them like five times and i was just there to defend them not to like have a fair fight so i was abusing oni shadow and everything right and i rewatched the fights back on his screen and he was playing with skill effects off plus i was using concealment like it literally looked like a movie that was like a haunted house where a ghost was literally just killing somebody over and over and fucking with them and throwing them around the room <laughs> Like, you don't see anything. It's just, like, random blinks, and then all of a sudden the dude was dead. It looked hilarious. I was like, dude, like, even Tendon Cutter is, like, completely just invisible while you're moving because it doesn't show well, the slash. That's the thing, is that, like, Pearl Abyss expects everyone to play this game in Remastered. Like, that's how they, like, made this game, right? Yeah, like, unfortunately. They just, expect, they just expect you to be in Remastered with skill effects on and be able to still get 144 FPS so that your skills work properly. Like, that's just kind of what they expect of you as a player, which is the annoying thing. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, in, in, you can't, like, see a lot of openings on classes unless you turn down their skill effects. If I may white knight them a little bit, they do give everyone an equal opportunity to win the summer event where you can get uh, an Alienware computer that would solve that problem. Okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Everyone has a chance <laughs> to turn their skill you know effects funny? on I, if you just I participate. I honestly doubt that uh, will actually solve the problem. Alienware like, solve all you problems. Need some, you would need some serious hardware on that thing. All right. Just remove desync from the game and then it'll be 100% balanced. Yeah, no, probably not, but it it would be better. Dude, what, it would definitely what, be better. What class would benefit the absolute most if there was zero this is just a Zerker. random discussion. Zero desync. Like nothing desync whatsoever. Everything Maywa, works hundred percent of the Zerker. time. 
You think Zerk would benefit more than Mewa and Musa? At 1,000%. Do you know how many times you're on a Zerker, you go for a grab, and you have to go through the entire grab animation because they desynced out of your arms? Or you're standing them with them above your head, but they're still attacking you, getting free back attacks on well, you and shit like that? According to Heaton last night, that was all fixed. N n no. <laughs> I tried to explain to him yesterday that, uh, or technically this morning, uh, I was still able to attack Zerkers a few different times when they grabbed me because of they they grabbed me in my iframe. So yeah. I mean, in response to that, I would say that you wouldn't have grabbed me anyways because I'd be an iframe. Well, that's the Not thing to too. You, you like... still have to put up. You still have to put up with the same desync that everyone else has to put up. Where like you can CC somebody, walk over to refloat them, and then they snaky slither their way yeah, across the ground to the other side shit. of you. Oh my god. Yeah, you still, go have to... To put up, you still have to put up with that as well. You also still have to put up with your getting knocked out of CC, or protections occasionally. You're like, I was in fucking uh, devastation right there, but that's fine. I'll just get CC'd out of it. That's fine, just like everyone else does. So it's like you have to deal with the same shit that everyone else does, plus a little bit extra on top of it. 100% it's Zerker, no questions asked. See, I, I don't know if I'm sold on your example because in the in the instance that you grab them and they're hitting you on your back, that would have been a failed grab, which is why it happened, which probably would have resulted in you right. being CC'd anyway. So how would that benefit you if you're just you, getting CC'd? Then you can, because then you can, you're not standing there in an animation just taking free back hits. I mean, it you looks dumb, move. but it's you probably were losing that in anyway. Right, but you're essentially saying that well, you would have lost anyway, so it doesn't matter that you didn't get the 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 chance to not lose. Well, no, like it could have just as easily. That, that would only be a that would only be a chance. Whereas like Musa Mewa, for example, when they use like back chase and then they're ported back, like they used it in time without any desync. They used it in time, were far enough away that a grab wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Versus like. But, yep. You're like, benefiting. I still have to put up with that on Zerker too. Like I'll do a fucking it's sideways hop. Yeah. I'll get out of a, I'll do a sideways hop to move out of the range of something and then still get yoinked back to where I hopped from. But Zerker like, has busted ass iframe called Giant Leap, dude. All I'm everyone, saying is has to put up with that kind of stuff, right? That's all why I'm saying, saying is Zerker, I agree. Zerker, everyone everyone does that. And like Yeah. I don't like, I don't Zerker necessarily think one is getting that, fucked harder than the others. Zerker has to put it with everything that everyone has to deal with, plus just a tiny bit extra on top, just a little sprinkle of something extra on top of it. And that's why I think Zerker absolutely 100%. If Desync was not in this game, it would help them the most. Because it's every, it, they deal with the same shit that everyone else does, plus just a tiny bit extra on top of it. All right. Okay, on to the comments. SSGJ Luke says first, Subniter Hawk says second. Uh, Keaton Alex says hi guys with a heart and lips and a face with hard eyes. Um, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. Deshaun says probably a whip. I was wrong. It's a rapier. Um, there were several people who thought that it would be. I think Crimson said this that thought it would be like a uh, an extendo sword. Yeah, I think Ooh, I, yeah. I think I mentioned it briefly as well, but I didn't really like hammer on it that much, but. The idea of like the ivy sword where like it's a rapier that extends and turns into a whip sort of thing. I um cool idea. I would not have been surprised if, if it kept the theme of the morning star extending with a yeah. rapier. Um 
Sterling Archer saying kind of kind of looks like a bloodthirsty calc from Duvencrone rather than the Medaya hunting ones. Um, Ally or Ali Speed says I just hope her weight combat is all about the pet. I hate investing in accuracy. Oh, oh feels bad. Yeah, it's not about the pet in Awakening, but in Succession, if you just focus on Succession, it looks like that one is a lot more about the pet. And if you hate investing in accuracy, you should try Maywa. I'm respecting <laughs> respectable chap says, what are your thoughts on the guild bandits stealing from guilds for hundreds of billions of silver in profit? Like with the channel guild thing, like you can go just steal silver from another guild. I mean, the idea of that is really cool on paper, but it, always those kinds of things are exploitable, right? If you just agree with another guild, like, hey, or you have like a baby guild that every once in a while you just go steal all their money from as regular income, then it just seems too easily exploitable. Mm. Zeshi says, um, it's been two years of the podcast and Nayashi is still not in the intro. That's just because he's a guest for this week. We don't put guests like the week. <laughs> That, that they have plausible guest. deniability. <laughs> we don't put that week's guest in the intro. It's not. There'd be a lot of editing. Uh, Queso eighty one says, "Rapier class would actually be interesting class for BDO. Bring in an Asuna from Sword Art Online. Is am I saying that right? Asuna, Asuna. Uh, I think it's more. Yeah, that way. Asuna would be like Mystic Punches with a needle, dude. That's exactly what it is. That's what I keep saying. Like I, I actually think the animation colors look like DK and the scythe." abilities look like dk because it's kind of like that frontal aoe thing but the punches and stuff look a lot more like mystic to me like the fast jabs and stabs or whatever well it's like yeah it's a combination of that but uh, also some of the melee spear abilities it look just like that um kashira i love how frosty had to stop himself from roasting nayashi over including his imaginary friend in the podcast just so he could roast nayashi over the intro can I play this Sunstream real quick? Because this was actually quite funny. Wait, hold on. I meant to. Fucking hell. Uh, it was, it was kind of interesting. Hold on. Nayashi mentions here, and may, maybe you guys can spot it, but he definitely sounds like he's doing this podcast with somebody else here. <laughs> um, hold on, let me, let me make sure I get the sound right for everyone so they can hear it. Okay, so... Can you link me the timestamp? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what this is about. Oh, you haven't heard remember. this yet? It's so good, dude. It's so good. Here you go. Oh, wait. Wait. I thought I caught... Oh, no. I opened another tab. Here you go. It's at 7,000 seconds. I like that it shows it's still in seconds. All right. Let me turn on the volume here. Reslar is the opening okay. of the show. Wait. Frosty's voice is vastly different than all three of ours. Uh, I don't wait, know. Who's the fourth Weird. person? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, I'm for Okay, here's what there. Vastly different. Than Let's see if you can hear show. this. It's she's imaginary Frosty's friend. Frosty's voice is vastly different than all three of ours. <laughs> he says that my voice is different than all three of ours. I don't know who the other who the other two people Nayashi's doing this podcast with are, but apparently I sound different than all three of them. I'm waiting hey. for Rose. <laughs> I don't know if Wrestler's going to catch it right away. The only reason I caught it right away in that link is because I remembered it. Re Did you hear it, Rez? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I don't know who Nayashi is talking to, but apparently I sound different <laughs> than both Nayash or than Nayashi Reslar and that Nayashi's additional friend that he's doing the podcast <laughs> with. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um, all right, back back to the comments. Um Rossi's a bully. Uh, Alexander Lafortune says spoiler alert about Nova and then he has a massive uh, list of lore information about the Nova um, which is kind of kind of interesting if you're into the lore stuff uh, you can he posted that all in the value pack discord as well I believe right Reslar if I'm not mistaken I, I think, think he, he did that all. yeah uh, Shakari Shikari says anybody else low-key disappointed there wasn't a new opening seeing as as how they just did a two-year anniversary shit show, which was great. I was. I was disappointed, for sure. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a new opening to the podcast. It would have been a cool time to do it. Maybe we can try to time it on our 100th episode. You think that'd be possible? That... It's six weeks, Don't seven weeks it. away. So it's possible. Don't worry about it. Don't. Soon. Soon. Don't worry about it. We'll get it. Dude, by the way, we have to do a tier list in two weeks and three days from today two weeks from wednesday yep yeah it's gonna be interesting uh dg609 says rapier or a whip yeah it's a rapier uh i've been dying or corin corin noica says i've been dying for a rapier type class so it's an instant re-roll from me or for me i just hope she gets at least one iframe to outplay grabs and fix some bug slash issues some skills that you use take her out of block, which unsummons the guards. It's a tad bit annoying. Her movement definitely needs work. I think they should split off her dash from her grab because right now I think they share the same cooldown. I feel like she's kind of tanky, but like after she's in a combo, it doesn't really feel like she's any tankier. Um, the HP recovery what? passive doesn't actually feel... I think he's saying because you lose the DP buff during a combo because it's such a short DP buff from her block that you don't really feel tankier once you're CC'd. Which I think is okay. I I don't know. That's okay to me. I mean, well, was he wanting her to survive combos? Just right, not by gear, but by fucking just overall buffing up the hell and back. I mean, Warrior and Doc can do it. You know, that's how he's just pointing that out. That hers doesn't work that way. They don't survive combos unless no, they're, but like, their their DP buffs last for an entire combo because they're ten seconds, not five. That's all he's pointing out. That's all. And then he says the HP recovery passive doesn't actually feel like anything. And the DP, <laughs> you don't like that 45 HP recovery every five seconds? I think that shit's crazy. Uh, you don't need pots. <laughs> and the DP buff from block is lost once you're CC'd, like I, like I guys said. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just that I feel the tower shield class should be tankier than a Valkyrie, even a Guardian Warrior. I should be fine if her damage was subpar in exchange for high defenses she definitely needs some more mana hp sustain abilities and as of right now i don't feel like she's as tanky not the block as her other block counterparts but yeah i trade off some of her damage for higher defenses i i, I gotta like, disagree with the tankiness part i i feel like her she doesn't need to be tank like guardian just in theme yes she has a tower shield but nothing else about her really tells me that she's super tanky she's not like a heavily armored class or anything like that so i don't know to me, like her tankiness, I think is fine in comparison to the the classes you mentioned. I don't think she needs to be more tanky. Um, also, now that we see her awakening, it's like a totally different style that's not related to tankiness whatsoever. At least the way it looks. Um, and yeah, once she's when she's upright, she's pretty damn tanky with her shield. Her block blocks a lot of stuff. 
Uh, Dancing Sword says the 10v10 is really a 7v7, 7v7 because three people from each team will constantly be benched on each team for swapping if need be. Is that, I, I'd have to reread the text from that announcement, but I understood it to be a 10v10 with three people being benched, making it 13 total people. Same, that's what I thought it said too. But I, I'm not too sure. And I, I don't think that they're like there with you in the fight, that they're just, when you queue up for like your team queues up, as long as 10 of those 13 people are available, you can participate. But you can have up to 13 people on a team to deal with the losses of people or people not being on or whatever, but I don't know. Just having a different uh, Mina prompt. Mina says the commenter is right. It's a seven v seven. Seven v seven. So you so you can queue up I mean the three people don't have to be with you, right? You can just queue up the seven v seven then. Wait, they're able to test maybe, a single blow? Maybe no. they have. maybe the idea is that it, it works like almost like a draft in league where it's like, okay, we're gonna swap this guy out for this guy because like this class counters this class or some shit. Oh, like kind of maybe like mimicking how the BSL tournament was that one time maybe the team one i don't mm -hmm. know either way i'm excited for group pvp 77 is like small scale enough that that's gonna be really fun i feel like 10 might be too many anyway so if it's 77 i'm down with that um, yeah seven seven v seven sounds a I lot better than 10 v 10 i feel like they i went now i need to find it but i swear i don't even know where where would i find like the banquet notes um now I'm like doubting. Why? Why did we all think ten v ten? I swear they I even wrote the words ten v ten, but maybe they said seven v seven. I mean, they literally wrote ten v ten, but I think the thing is, is they're dumb and don't know how to explain things, and so it's like their oh, idea was like the the ten v ten literally includes the three benched players, but they didn't properly like express that they they kind of like said it confusingly yeah. so it made it sound like it was a 10v10 with three extra players not that the three players was included yeah it makes sense um okay well moving on so e either way i'm excited for group pvp oh here we go hold on i'm gonna double check um, 10 person teams with three in reserve is how it's worded. Okay. So that's, I guess just the word 10 is what got me. It says 10 V 10. Oh yeah, that is, it was titled 10 V 10 crews, 10 person teams with three in reserve. Okay. Uh, I guess yeah, cause so I just read 10 V 10. Yeah. Well, we sound like idiots then from the previous week. Well, no, no I'm going to maintain that they didn't properly explain that. That's not our fault. <laughs> I mean, literally, I think most people thought it was going to be like a literal 10v10 and then you'd have three extra players because they didn't really properly explain that. 7v7 is a good number, honestly. Like yeah, that, that would actually be really fun. That's not awful. Um, I'd be okay with that. It, like You actually have some structure to your team fight. Yeah. It's a low enough amount of people that you actually can coordinate individual people and like, we need you to dive in because you're this player or whatever, you know? I don't know. Queso81 uh, says, going back to older comments, I forget if I commented, but they could literally fix PvP arenas by bringing back the old Shadow Arena and let us use our main gear and characters. The system was stupid, starting with no gear, etc. Would be so fun PvPing on those maps. That actually would be really fun. Shadow Arena just with your full character in there? 
start off as the black spirit ball bounce around and then you just go <laughs> battle royale with your character that would actually be incredibly fun oh hey that's something we didn't talk about you can hide your sub weapon now oh yeah. well, only an idle stance it's pictures only basically yeah but still that's a cool thing yeah it's all right why are you being uh you can hide your horn bow Dude, could you imagine when like, you're fighting a Nova, but her shield's like gone? <laughs> Be hilarious. Yeah, what if in that trailer they were just hiding her shield with that new option? She actually still has. Yeah, there that. you go. Uh, the assassin says actually Fortnite has that aim assist for console players since it was unfair to them since PC players could just point and click right on your head. Lol, maybe that's what they were going for with this aim assist update, but they couldn't or maybe didn't think to only make it available to console players only. Well, we already have aim assist in the game. It's not aim assist. It's it it turns your character. Like Fortnite it's doesn't combat physically assist. Yeah, Fortnite even in Fortnite with aim assist, it doesn't physically turn your character 180 degrees when you click shoot because someone's yeah, behind you. Yeah, that's it's only like a slight adjustment. <laughs> Could you imagine that's if it did an though? Aimbot. Yeah, that's called an aimbot. They added an aimbot. It's different. Uh, Louis D. Ross says, but grap is broken. Striker can grap you in DK iframe. It is so funny, or lawn. He can grab you? Oh, he put, said grab. Oh, I said he can grab, but he said grab the first time, and then I just said grab again the second time. I don't know why. My brain put that together. <laughs> uh, Dord Pincer says, I play KR and can tell you for a fact that Merv's palette is still a value pack feature there. It is not on SEA, though according to an SEA member. Um, I don't know. I'd have to double check. I thought KR also didn't have it. I thought they never had it, but maybe they did. Or maybe it got added. I don't know. I'm not really sure. To be honest, like just because the way value packs work and how a lot of people have them, I would be a little bit surprised if they remove it right away. I don't know. I, I'm not really Here, sure. I, I can find out right now. It seems not worth. It's like way too much trouble to remove it. You know? Like just the backlash is not gonna be worth. Um I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think on on Russia they also do not have the value or the uh Merv's palette in their value pack. Console is a runoff of PA and they still have Merv's palette as part of the value pack. There you go. There's hope. There's hope. Uh, Daz said, last time, last time I heard the podcast with that many people, it had to be recorded with fewer participants because of how much of a clusterfuck it became. So definitely good job on organizing and moderating the last episode and belated congrats on the two years. Well, thank you very much, man. Yeah, it went surprisingly that. well. <clears throat> uh, apparently, SA doesn't have value pack or weight with loyalty. So they just, for some reason, have a lot of differences. Maybe uh, oh, something South specific America? to that region. Yeah, the loyalty thing is also concerning. What are they going to do with our loyalty? Like, there's going to be people really upset if you can't buy value packs with loyalty. Some people literally exclusively do that. Yeah, but that's only like one day. It's like. Can I read a compliment that Choice sent me? Yeah, sure. This is just self serving and, you know, tooting my own horn. So, Choice sent me a message after the podcast and said, Hey, thanks for having me. I had a good time. I really like your format of the podcast with interviewing guests. You do a good job of making sure everyone gets a word in. And I was like, "Oh, choice." And then he insulted your gear. He said, "Now, <laughs> he said maybe you should be interviewing less and grinding more because your DP is shit." 
<laughs> I'm kidding. He didn't say that last part. Uh, he only fought it. <laughs> CS Wilson says, yes, Calpheon, Eagle Wings on Demon are apparent on Shield, and Demon Pet Summon reminds me of an old anime Death Note. Yes, it does. I've heard of that anime. Oh, it was a Shinigami. It was a Shinigami. Uh, as a companion with the real personality, with a real personality, different emojis and poses, eerie background sounds like laughter and flapping wings. That would be cool too. All right, he actually laughter just wants flapping wings. He okay. literally just wants the Shinigami from Death Note to be there. He wants to have a conversation with you're it. You're not trying to creep what out was, the people you're fighting. What was his name? I forget that character. <sighs> Ray. Ray. What is it? Oh my god, it's escaping me. What is it? Something with an R. Right? Ryuku? Or Ray? What is yeah. the death name? Ryuk. Ryuk. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he just wants actual Ryuk to be his friend. He just wants apples. He just wants to feed his gargoyle some apples. Uh, Abraxas KB says, okay, maybe you are right. It is a bit too much. I just made it as something more open world PvP, and maybe they could uh, other awards as well for staying on that channel, and I didn't meant to restrict the channel access completely. I think that was... Uh, in regards to the GVG channel thing. Um, yeah, Yet I think so. Yeti Wookie says, Shaky is so fucking annoying. The dude is the most narcissistic person I've had to be forced to listen to in a long time. I don't know. We have, we have Nayashi on the podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude only loses because of balance. Never because of his mistake. Thank God. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, sure, he's a little shaky. Could be narcissistic. It's his, it's his shtick, dude. Um, I mean, like I, I'm, yeah. I'm a comment on that, and not to defend uh, him per se. Right. I'm sure, bladers, a lot of people bladers oh, defending bladers. Here we go. I'm sure a lot of people say, oh, well, you're, you know, whatever. You're uh, friends with him or whatever. You know, simping or whatever. I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> They they'll they'll say whatever bullshit they they want to try to justify whatever. But um, you know, I also got uh, some compliments uh, about that where they commented on you know despite all the the hate on the comments for him as a guest and whatnot, they thought he did a really good job and whatnot, and uh, they appreciated uh, you know having him on there. And they themselves are not necessarily a fan of uh, hey, him. So. He was I was I'm glad he came on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot I mean, of a lot of people just, you know, taking their their personal opinions and frustrations and just, you know, throwing it on the comments for whatever reason, just because they feel the need to. And it's know, like he got excited to talk. That's all. I mean, at the end of the day, if you really like, just break it down. He was excited to talk about everything that we were talking about and wanted to jump in as much as possible, which is yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's why he hung around until the end. Like, it was... Who was it? It was him, Kyrene, Armin, uh, and someone else, wasn't it? Wasn't there four four guests that we had that stuck around till we literally ended the show? And, like, Shaky was one of the, the first people we introduced. I think he was pretty early. Yeah, so he, he, like he really... Third or fourth or something like Yeah, that. he really just wanted to, to talk about stuff. You know, he's a person that enjoys conversation uh, about the game and about balance and stuff like that. And he had a lot of stuff he wanted to, to talk about, you know? So there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's like, at the end of the day, it's like, 
when if there's people that don't like someone, there's there's also people that do like them. So yeah. it's kind of like you might not have enjoyed his presence on the show, but there was also a lot of people who did enjoy his presence on the show. And at the end of the day, it's like we're just trying to we invite a wide variety of like guests on the show, and it's everywhere from people that everyone loves to people that probably most people don't like. And it's like we do that because we want to get a, a wide variety of opinions and, and thoughts yeah. and ideas and things like that. It gives everyone um, a, you know, an opportunity to have their voice heard on a particular topic and whatnot. And we want that. Yeah. Um, Lost Soul says he has a timestamp and he says Shadowcock. And then he says, damn wild, a shaky hate. I think he's talking about the, the gargoyle. How you see its oh. tail between its legs. I think. Oh my God. It's my guess. <laughs> um, Nira says, when they first announced the sheriff's system, I thought about ways people could abuse it and fix this for them. I think everyone is in the silver gains mindset, something I would like the community and BDO itself to move away from a bit. Not a lot, just to get people focused on fun again and not silver per hour, but I digress. To solve the issue, they'd need to do, uh, all they'd need to do is implement a player to system, silver sync, bounty, then make rewards family bound. Maybe a family bound version of rare resources like Kafiris, Advice of Valx, Valx Cry, or a bounty hunting currency that you can buy items like cosmetic titles, etc., or other things useful in the game, but remove the silver profit aspect. It'd need to, a bit of adjusting to find the right balance, but I feel that's the best method. The only problem with that is this game's about progression. Well, but, but it for is cosmetics? a side piece to have fun, but like. I don't know. You should have something in there to incentivize people to want to do it. Otherwise, it's just pointless. Why even put it in? No one's going to do it. Well, he said he said that. He said like Kaffir Stones, Advice of Alex, Valx Cry, or... Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I missed the Kaffirs. I, I only heard the cosmetic-related stuff. Yeah, the cosmetic stuff I think would be cool, too. I, like the, I think that's cool as an option, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, as long as, like you said, he already mentioned the Kaffirs, I think that's fine. But if you don't add anything like that in there or something of value, then people aren't going to want to do that shit. But I think there's another issue that you're kind of forgetting about, Mr. Commenter. I forget the name. Uh, which is like, Near us. it's not Mr. just Go. people. It's not just people are going to abuse it for money. People are also going to abuse it to like grieve people, depending on how you implement it, right? Yeah. So it's like that's kind of the other issue is like with I feel like a lot of bounty systems is that. They can be used to, to like grief people, especially like like let's say fame like uh what's the word I'm looking for like infamous people right people that are notoriously hated by like large portions of the community. I mean, we just got done talking about how a lot of people don't like shaky. There's a lot of people who do like shaky, but there's also a lot of people who don't like shaky. And depending on how you implement this bounty system, you can bet your ass that if if it was easy to do, somebody would like be definitely willing to pay somebody to go like fuck up shaky's grind rotation while he's on stream and be like haha that's funny look at him he's getting griefed by this this sheriff person or whatever so it just it depends on how you implement it but there there there's also an issue of abusing the system to grief people so yeah. it's also something to consider it's not just a money thing there's a lot of things to consider when it comes to something like that that all having that all having been said, Laserface in chat says, "I will greet the shit out of people if that becomes a thing." I would love 
to get paid by the sheriff system to just farm laser face and no matter how much gear he takes off <laughs> i don't lose any karma <laughs> that'd be awesome um <laughs> ian says is she using the mob from the 310 ap place no it's uh it's no. its own thing it, it's its own thing and it has lore and story behind it so it's kind of unique actually a I think was that the name axion axion with an n yeah i Rizzler, to kind of go back a little bit and uh, come on that. I mean, like, as long as, uh, like you said, PA implements it correctly. Like, for example, you know when you uh, when you purposely flag on someone and you kill them? That's like uh, you unfairly killed them or whatever. Um, and But if someone flags on you and you kill them, it has a different message. It's like a different kind of kill. Forcefully um, slaughtered. Yeah, forcefully slaughtered. Yeah, that that, I think, would... If they like, maybe can use that as a, you know, an indicator like whether or not you can have a bounty put on you. Like if you flag up and you die, you can't just put a bounty on someone, kind of thing. Um, yeah, but then you're just gonna have you're gonna have somebody walking into your rotation, refusing to leave. You can't deck them because they're in an undeckable guild. So what do you have to do? You have to flag up, kill them. All of a sudden they got a they got a bounty on you and they're fucking three ten AP kudum. I'm just like trying to give the karma bombers up. another route here, you know. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's. Yeah, there's no, just, you're you're right. I mean, it's, it's there, there's. I'm just saying there there has to be like some sort of like logical pattern to it because I know this isn't necessarily. A, it's not always going to be a logical pattern type situation, but like you said, it's just going to be something that people are going to abuse in some form or fashion. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying is that it, there's a there's a lot to it and that's why I doubt it'll I'm with Frosty whenever he said this like I think briefly after they mentioned it actually he said I I doubt that's ever going to get implemented I actually agree yeah, I don't think I don't it's think ever it going to get I don't think it's ever going to get implemented because I don't think they're ever going to be able to come up with a version of it that is a worth it to do because that's a huge thing with the community yeah things need to be fun and all that stuff but the thing is is like even if somebody really wants to, like to do something if it's not worth it they're most likely going to feel like they're wasting their time and they're not going to do it and then secondly it needs to not be abusable either via money or by griefing people and i don't think they're going to be able to check all those boxes honestly it's just not possible so i don't think they're going to make it i'm just being real i mean yeah, I we'll think that's fair I think that's what fair. about this what about if if you kill someone and they take off their gear maybe put like a, a time if they take off their gear so their karma changes, like when, like if I kill someone and I lose 50,000 karma, and then the next time I kill someone, they took off their gear and I lose 100,000, they should also lose 100,000 for taking off their gear. They should be karma bombing themselves with that, with that play. Like I can't stand that that's actually a thing, that you benefit yeah. in open world from removing your gear is like actually the you, most insane if you have thing um, in your inventory or in your tent or in a storage, gear that equals the value uh or equals a certain like apdp like it detects the the gear you have in your yeah or just basically put like a timer. your family like you could take off your gear but it's not gonna reduce the amount of karma you lose for 15 minutes like a, the time it would take for someone to channel swap or whatever it just yeah, seems I, like ugh, karma, I, like I karma bombing just... is such a it's crazy, dude. If you karma, I still just feel like the way to solve the the karma system is each time you kill them, they spawn further and further away. Yes, like, that would be awesome. First time, <laughs> like first time you kill them, they they just spawn node. 
Like they can fairy res or uh, I mean that is a that is a good way to know it. Then you kill them again. They spawn at the next node over, further away. You kill them a third time. They spawn at the closest town. You kill them a fourth time. They spawn at the next town over. It's like just keep putting them farther and farther away. If they keep dying within like a certain amount of time, like ten fifteen minutes or something like that, it's really not that hard to implement. In all honesty, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Dreadspark says accuracy is broken and undermines all defensive stats entirely. One-shot meta is going to return to all levels of play with PA being the requirement of survival, which wizards, you heard it first here. Also, you can't run them over with a wagon. Don't ask. <laughs> you can't, can't run over run a wizard over with, with a, wagon. a wagon? I don't think you can run over anybody with a wagon. Oh, uh, by the way, I got confirmation from my KR contacts. Yep. Value pack does include the Merv palette. So in KR it does, in SA and SEA it does not. Why? And or Russia and SA or sorry, Russia and SEA it does not. And then the loyalty shop. Do you want me shop, to ask about the loyalty with the uh the loyalty shop in SA does not include value pack or merge palette, right? Is that what you said? Or weight and value pack? That's so weird. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's different, but it's so weird because they're all P Oh no, SA's not PA. SA is different. Isn't SA still on Red Fox? I think so, yeah. That might be why. Um, Maybe they have certain restrictions with their publisher. But then think... why Russia? Because Russia is Pearl Abyss, right? They took over a yeah. few years ago. True. What do you guys think about this comment that accuracy is broken and undermines all defensive stats entirely? Nah. Wait, what? What is it? Accuracy is broken and undermines all defensive stats entirely. One shot, shot meta is going to return at all levels of play with PA being the requirement of survival. You want me to, so I think this is kind of like it's a two-parter. They're they're talking about not only the PA change, but also like I've seen this video this morning where it shows this um uh suck wizard. He's testing um with two sixty-nine AP with basically like four hundred and fifty or whatever accuracy, and he's basically three shotting eight. A uh, 358 DP suck wizard, but <laughs> I don't know. It's it was a weird video. Uh, let me see. Here it is, right here. There. Basically, he's trying to suggest that um, AP scaling is basically horseshit. Is what his whole spiel is, and DP scaling's irrelevant. He says as long as you're talking about chip damage, then it's relevant. But when it comes to like comboing, all you need is accuracy, is what he's suggesting. That's interesting because I can't kill anybody with an accuracy offhand that actually has gear. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's specific to one, Suck Wizard. Two, like he has um, an accuracy buff that he pops or something. I don't know. That's kind of what he said on the video. And he's also talking about another example, like with just comboing him there, but then also when he applies the uh, Voltaic debuff, well, it's like, yeah, you got shitloads of fucking anti evasion you're throwing him on. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, all right, so Yumenadai says, <laughs> you're going to love this. Yumenadai says, Fianchetto Bishop is a chess opening. Stamma's mate is a type of checkmate. 
Passed pawn is a special move. Opening, self-explanatory. Testudo equals tortoise. It's a type of military formation. Counter gambit is another chess opening. Binding, named after Marikazi. Uh, bind, it's a response move to a Sicilian opening. And then he says, I didn't know me as a peasant from a third country weren't allowed to know such advanced chess terminology. <laughs> Jokes aside, I love this podcast. I'm very proud of all you did during 2020. Seriously, for the special... You managed to get more than 10 people then uh, didn't had a good record interacting with each other or that didn't have a good record interacting with each other, AKA drama. And you still managed to have a civilized conversation. I'm in tears of how proud of you guys. Uh, let's keep up the good work in 2021 because I'm sure it will be a good new year. Hopefully. Man. Yeah. Last, last week that, that was in reference to Reslar saying that I was, um, was it high? What was the word? Highfalutin? No. Um, God, what was the word you said? I don't even remember. A floozy? And that wasn't it. Oh, uh, bougie. Bougie. He called me bougie for knowing chess. <laughs> uh, he called me bougie for. I, didn't, I don't even know chess. That's the other thing, too. Like, my, if I played chess on chess.com, my rating would be just absolutely negative. I would just lose in every single <laughs> absolutely match. Absolutely negative. It would be so bad. <laughs> it would it would be actually horrendous. Oh, I like uh, chess, dude, but I, I don't think I I'm haven't, amazing at it at all. I haven't played chess since I was like a kid, and I also haven't watched Queen's Gambit, the show that everyone's talking about. Dude, so Queen's Man, it, that's how, a good show. You need to watch it. How how would I know of these things? You know, it's a I great it's a Word great show. Dude, by the way, uh, you meant I also added to that comment, and I almost forgot. Congratulations on being so popular in Hong Kong. So we got this, we got, I thought, I thought the <laughs> yeah. podcast viewers would love this. I got this email the other day, yeah. yesterday morning at 7.54 a.m. from someone named Carlos that says, hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, the Value Pack Weekly Podcast, has good performance in some rankings in the last 30 days. And then the bullet point says position number 208 in the category leisure in Hong Kong. Leisure? Yeah, dude. It's a leisurely podcast in Hong Kong. You didn't know that? And it's uh, one of the top rated podcasts. Yeah, number 208. <laughs> yep. Well, to be fair, doesn't the Chinese government like censor all the internet related activities over there? <laughs> I feel like this, this is probably just... the most news they get they get out of the outside world. This is way this whole thing is way over Nash. He's head right now. He's it's it's too much for him to bear. And I'm I'm just going with it, dude. <laughs> According, uh, apparently we're two, ranked 208 in Hong Kong because they're not allowed to read the news according to Nayashi we're their only <laughs> source of news outside of China is <laughs> the value pack podcast good man apparently it's all we get hopefully they talk about current events sometimes they mostly talk about a game we don't play but occasionally they talk about current events so we stay up to date so what we, th this is what they live for man that's why we're 208 you said yeah, 208, dude. 208, In yeah, the leisure section. <laughs> yeah, it was just some scam to try to get them to promote my shit or something. If we pay yeah, a certain yeah. amount of money, we can move that 208 down to like 140, dude, for just a couple hundred bucks. Easy peasy. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the podcast. So, yeah. Thank you guys for uh, commenting. If you want to comment on any of the episodes or shows in the future, uh, yeah, do so. We love uh, reading those. And again, reminder, we are going to do a tier list in two weeks at some point 
within the next two weeks and it's going to be it'll be super fun and i, I don't know are we gonna yeah. we're probably just gonna record it and not do it live right is the plan yeah uh, probably uh, yeah um bladers are not gonna like what i have to say just that's my foreshadowing oh that's my teaser oh boy oh boy they've moved up in the ranks recently <laughs> what did, i don't even remember what we put them at last time probably a because they popped stun traps and no one else could do that oh my god <laughs> anyway uh you very, want to close this out very Russ? niche very niche but very op at that niche mm -hmm, thing <laughs> mm -hmm. they talk about all their gaps and yet somehow stun traps can't find them it's crazy oh my gosh <laughs> stun traps can't find them holy shit all right Trust thanks everybody for watching Thanks everybody for watching, whether you're uh, watching the live streams, uh, you can watch us stream this every Sunday, uh, twitch.tv slash sofrosty, nyashi underscore na, and not reslar. Um, check out the Patreon, thank you everybody who is supporting us via Patreon. Is it via or via? I always get, like, every time I say that word I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I always say via, but uh... Via? What do you say, Frosty? If you play chess, you say via. Oh my god. <laughs> But thanks everybody for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed, and uh, we'll catch you next week with Nova Succession and Awakening.